Good morning, sports fans. Fill up that coffee cup and that bowl. Sit back and relax. Because live from Colorado, it's time for the Sports Offensive. Good morning out there, sports fans. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sports Offensive. It is September uh, 28th, I think, something like that. Man, it's almost October, but your birthday's right around the corner. Got Nate Dog here in the uh, Broomfield Studios. How was the trip up this morning? Uh, it was good, Mark. Um, I want to turn my microphone I'm not sure. I can't hear myself. Uh, they can't hear you. Yes, you were muted. Sorry about that. So no. Again, how was your trip up from uh, South Denver? Uh, it was all right, man. Uh, as I was telling you off air, there was a small accident on the on-ramp where I live, so a little bit of traffic there, and uh, as soon as I got past that, smooth sailing. A couple of slow drivers, of course, always on 36 that drive in that left lane. Pretty right. annoying. But uh, other than that, smooth sailing, man, and happy to be here this morning. Well, I tell you what, uh, this was another one of those weeks at work. Uh, super busy. I, I, as anybody who works in sales, you know, it's like, hey, you're coming up on the uh, on the beginning of the third quarter. Anytime you're changing quarters. Uh, things get crazy. So, mm-hmm. um, going real quick here. Sorry, folks. I uh, didn't have the notes printed out in time. Uh, my uh, my new cat uh, found it fit to wake me up around 4 a.m. this morning and uh, nonstop annoying me. And I haven't gotten to the point now where I have the heartlessness to throw him out of the room and close the door. <laughs> I try. You will. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah. I just keep hoping he'll grow out of it as he gets a little bit older. But uh, I swear it's like he knows it's Saturday. And he's like, oh, he doesn't have to go to work today. We can play. You know, we don't I, have to. I'm pretty sure they know. <laughs> yeah, they I, they do know something. They have that internal clock that's just amazing. So. Yeah, because my dogs have to sit in the kennel all day because we're all at work. Right. Oh. oh, he came to say hello. Yes, he did. Yeah, you're, you know, I also wondered about that uh, when I was uh, when I was watching your when your your puppies. If it's hard for them to, uh, you know, go from like sitting in the kennel, coming out, going to the bathroom, and going back in the kennel. You know, like yeah, like I always tried to make sure it was at least a two or three hour, uh, you know, <laughs> time period that they, they were out. Uh, I mean, I know they dogs, like going in there. It's like their little uh, their no, little I house. Know, but still, I mean, like they've got to get cooped up. I would think after a while. I suppose so. Um, but uh, anyway, the, those are definitely you know, good dogs, and uh, it's a good cat. But uh, it's always nice to have pets. So, uh, but again, we want to thank everybody for tuning into the Sports Offensive. I know JP's on the way. We talked to him earlier. Um, hopefully, he's not part of that accident that Nate passed. I on hope the road. not. I mean, it uh, was on the on ramp, so it'd be unlikely. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was teasing. I, I really hope he's not. Oh, there he is. Uh, so uh, there but, he is. So today, our plan, folks, uh, we're going to cover. Uh, NFL, of course, uh, that's you know the, the big the big draw for everything these days. Uh, we're we're hitting into week four. We've got the MLB races right on down to the end, so we're about to find out uh, if if it's not all solidified. I, is there, are there races that still open? No, uh, the wild card. Yeah, wild card. I guess it's the not the wild card, but the div- central division winner in the National League. Oh, one will be a wild card and one will be a winner again. <clears throat> yeah, it's a one game difference between. Uh, Oh really? So the Cardinals and, uh, and Brewers, huh? Yeah, well the Cubs are playing spoiler. Ah, well I just was happy to see the Cubs get pretty much knocked out by by losing like yeah. two in a row, whatever it was. It'll be interesting to see if they bring Madden so, back. Uh, bring Madden? Oh, Joe Madden? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like, is it his? Is it his fault? I don't know. I mean, no, but that's usually the scapegoat. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, but I feel a of lot. Of course, like, it's not. Oh, 
I feel a lot like damn cat. I, I feel like the Cubs. I feel like they've never had um, as good of a roster as they had that first year they won it. This year, there was a pretty darn good roster. I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad team. Obviously, they keep making the playoffs. I'm look just at saying, that pitching staff. Anybody would love to have that pitching staff. Well, now, who did they add? Or well, they I, add I'm, just saying to, I'm just saying to start the year, they had Cole Hamels, Hugh Darvish, uh, Kyle Hendricks, Jose Quintana. That's four pretty good pitchers. Yeah, but except I mean we have Darvish who was a disaster last year. We or this year, whatever year it was, he started with the Cubs. And then I mean it was all it was last year well, was a disaster. He was a little bit better this he year. He was bad at the start of this year, but then he's been amazing down the stretch. Amazing? He's been that good? Uh yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't paid this much. I mean I don't have time to pay attention. To yeah, he's had two races, he's so. had two like eight inning shutouts, so Oh, well, uh, well, thankfully he wasn't drafted by me this year. That, that <laughs> had to help. Um, but I mean, Quintana, he was a disappointment this year. I, I would mean, agree. So is, so is Hendricks and Hendricks has been a disappointment every year. <clears throat> I think Hamels, you know, he's getting old. He's got to be at least 38. And so. I'm assuming Lester had a bad year. Not bad, just, but, very but I mean, man, that's five guys that anybody, you know, would like to have. I guess. I mean, I, I like if they I mean, were, maybe they were, not as a number were, one, but right. If they were free agents, not many of them I would want the Dodgers to pick up. Now, because they're, the they're expensive. Nice, well, and they're not they going to live up to their salary. Be, they shouldn't be expensive if they don't pitch that well. But they're pitchers, so that's yeah. how it goes. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Hendricks, we all know what he did in the playoff run, and he looked amazing. He hasn't really been any good. He's since. he's a solid number three, bad best. Yeah, I'd say four. Yeah. 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 Now, as a four or a five, I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, the Rockies could get him and be a dream. Well, that's what I mean. He is their number five. Oh, he is. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because it's either after one, Cole Hamels two. Yeah. Uh, Darvish probably three or Cole. Well, I guess Darvish or uh, Quintana are kind of a flip flop. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um. So we at least have that uh, still coming up. I I mean, just on paper, those five guys, they're you know, how many? How many serviceable? But I just think that in in today's how many teams have five starters of that caliber? Well, I think most of the teams in the playoffs probably do, don't you think? Five starters of that caliber? No, I think the Astros do, but I don't think anybody else does. Maybe the Maybe, Dodgers. I, I guess because I because in my opinion, Quintana is not is is a five, or he's pitched as a five. Lester's pitched like a three. Hamels has pitched like a three. Quintana's pitched like a five. Uh, Darvish, I guess you could say, I guess you're saying lately he's been pitching better, but he's a four. Yeah. So, I mean, basically what you're saying is that, or I'm sorry, not what you're saying. What I'm saying is it seems to me like they've got like, uh, two number two threes and three number four fives. They do. Which to me that, that, that's serviceable. That's why they make the playoffs. But I think in the playoffs, they don't have, it's, it's not, a, it's not sterling enough to be a threat to me. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying because you don't have a, that dominant force, but. Uh, like I'm like I'll say it again. On paper, there aren't a lot of rotations out there that have that quality. Now, there's some rotations that are top end heavy, you know, that have a great one too. But then they're pretty bad on their four or five. You absolutely, know? absolutely. I, I mean, I just mean the consistency across the board, one through five. That's five pretty solid guys, and each one of those five has the ability to go out and throw a shutout. 
th- absolutely agree. And yeah. I, you know, I think you said it perfectly. And I should have, I should have gone to that route, which is on paper. Yeah, they look good. Then they have name value. They yes. have cachet. Yes, but. Most of those pictures, I think, are so far past. Well, their cachet outweighs their performance, unfortunately. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. That's exactly how I would think. That, that I, I agree yeah. 100%. But, I mean, you, you think about, I mean, starting pitching of the playoff teams, the Yankees certainly don't scare me. The no. Twins, I mean, the Twins have some okay starting pitching. Um, you know, Tampa, they kind of have a, their weird deal, you know, where they have <laughs> openers <laughs> and such. So they don't really scare me. <clears throat> you know, Oakland doesn't scare me with their pitching staff as Mike Fires is like their number one. So Dude, that's so funny when you think about the fact that that guy was like Oakland's number or uh, that was like Milwaukee's like number five. Yeah. And he's like the A's. Well, I don't know if he's the A's number one. Right? Oh, he definitely got, is. I think. Over, over Manaya right now or Manaya. Well, Manaya has been hurt all year, so I don't even yeah. know if he's back yet. Whatever happened to Graveman? Did he ever end up panning he's out? Been, he's been hurt left and right too in uh, fact i think he's not even there anymore yeah because uh, i remember he was such a he was like a he was like a a budding you know what he reminded me of he reminded me of luke hochevar for the royals a few years back like he's like an amazing he's like quadru- a quadruple a quadruple a yeah right like can dominate triple a but yeah. he just doesn't have the movement couldn't figure it out in the or, pros yeah is, is the movement or the accuracy yeah I don't, I don't i don't know which one uh that he's lacking a little bit yep he's definitely lacking something yeah um but I'm trying to think of who else is on that team, or who the pitchers are on that team. Well, I'm just saying as we go down the list here. No, I know I starting pitching. Sorry, yeah, starting Milwaukee. Can you even name two of their starting pitchers? I don't think I can name one. St. Louis <laughs> is maybe underrated. They got some yeah. guys that that performed well this year that on paper aren't going to look like the five in Chicago. No, and they had some guys that busted out last year. Yeah. And I think that I think that we're going back to that cachet. Yeah. That name that name Now Atlanta year. I would argue may have, you know, one of the better starting rotations. They got a bunch of young guys are. that are all really good. They are. Um but the yeah, other team you know, you got Washington who's top heavy. You know, you got right. Strasburg and Scherzer, but then really no one after that. And do they still have Tanner Roark? Is he no so he left. So yeah. is do they have Joe Ross? Does he start? They had him, but he's been hurt so much. Yeah, he got. I don't even think he starts anymore. Ever since his uh, brother got hurt in San Diego, he gets hurt. He gets hurt all the time now. Must be a genetic thing, (laughs) right? I mean, imagine that. I have such great genes that my 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 progeny can be professional sports players, but but the downside is they can't stay healthy five five days. It is interesting (laughs) to it is interesting to look at the makeup of all the playoff teams because you know the Dodgers. I would argue that you know they have a pretty good rotation. Uh, they're deep at least, you know? Yeah, very deep. And I think that with, you know, there, there, there is that difference of when you get to the playoffs, right? Now it's a three-man rotation because of all the days in they've built in, all the days off they've built in. I don't agree with that. I think baseball should go back to you play three games in a row and then you play one day off and you got two games in a row and then one day off, uh, you know, doing the home, uh, home away home thing or, or whatever it is. I would prefer they go back to that. And I don't think that they've deviated a huge amount from that, but I can't remember the last time I saw a team need to have a four-man rotation. Sometimes they would throw a fourth guy in there based on matchups. Yeah, or just the guy's performance has been pitching well or mm-hmm. matches up well. or that's, Yeah, the matches you up know, well thing seems to be. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of it. So it, well, well, let's go through. Let, let's just jump right into that and go. Well, actually, we should probably do the sports offensive trivia question. Uh, JP looks a little uh, occupied. I was going to ask him how his trip was, but uh, – 
He'll jump in in a minute. Let him finish his. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the so the link on our Facebook page doesn't actually go to the right show. It goes to a different show. Oh, it's a dead link. Does that mean we're not? Does that mean we're not live? <laughs> okay. Okay. You could hear us. No, I mean like, but it shows that we're 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 broadcasting. Okay, that always worries me. <laughs> Sometimes it says we're broadcasting, and then later you're like, oh, I guess we weren't. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. All right. So uh, fa- so the Facebook link does not work. You can do the link from our uh, webpage at thesportsoffensive.com, where you can also check out previous episodes and other stuff. And you can also go to Blog Talk Radio, and you can go to the Sports Offensive with JP and Mark on that site. Uh, that's where we host our, our shows. So. Um, but let's go ahead and do that sports offensive trivia question of the week here. Uh, did you want to read that, JP? Sure, sure. Uh, you know, I, since we had uh, your, your little your Minnesota Twins there hit over 300 and the Yankees are on pace to probably try to catch them. I think them. they did it yesterday. They, they might have. Yeah. I'm not sure. I they, was trying to look did. around. The, they trying did. to look around. And what but, was that? Uh, the Twins hit 300 home runs. First time a team yeah. has ever hit 300. Because 300 home runs. So I was going to do a trivia wow. question, but it was too easy because the Yankees hit like 276 or 267 last year. Yeah. So I thought that was the previous, that was record. the previous record. Yeah. So I couldn't go with a trivia question like that. So I'm like, we have so many home runs being hit. Let's talk about individual home run titles. So the sports offensive trivia question of the week is who are the top three players in history to win the home run title? And how many did they win? So number one, number two, and number three in the home run, in the history of the home run title, um, leaders and okay, how, so many, how many years how, did they win? How many years, years did they do it? it? The first one I think might be a little obvious. Wait, the top yeah. three ever in ever. the history. In the so history. the most times they've won the home run title. Yes. Okay. Like I won it twelve seasons. I won it more than anybody else ever. I got gotcha, you. Yeah. Gotcha. The first one might be a little obvious. The next two I was blown away for. Oh, so number two is obviously not who I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> so that one, no that one, that person didn't occur to you. But yeah, that uh, that that one surprised me. I didn't think he hit that many. And then the third one was was uh, way back. In. So this is kind of a two part question because you have to name the top three top three home run hitters of all time first. Yep. Well, and not, then, not all time home run hitters, all time season, season home run leaders. Yeah, the home run. Oh, I misunderstood yeah, the question. Sorry. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the winner of the home run title that year. The person and how the many best, times yeah. they've done and it. and how many times they've done. Okay, so. how many times has they won the home run so, title? Yeah, I figured since we obviously knew the Yankees broke the record last year, we couldn't go really with I the see. team record. So Just go with the individual. Right. Go with the individual. Okay, here. okay, that's a good question. I like it. See if we can tire out the mascot here with a laser. <laughs> I finally got one of these. You know, the, the Broncos should hire that cat. Man, he's athletic. Uh, <laughs> Dude, he, uh, he, he can, can play middle linebacker. He can hey, turn on a dime. Hey, at least he, maybe he could make up for a McCallahan not playing a single game this season. Man, oh, that's annoying. Yeah, and he's he's gone again. So I think he's McClanahan's out for another four to eight weeks or four to six more weeks. Yeah. Something, yeah. something like that. And he Cal- it's played. just Callahan, isn't it? Oh, it's Callahan. I think so. What did I say? The Callahan or Oh, McCall- I'm thinking of the guy from our fantasy league. Yeah. <laughs> McClanahan. 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 All right. Uh, Die Hard movies. <laughs> what now? McClanahan was it wasn't oh, even no, John McClane. McClane, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Thank you, sir. No problem. We're handing out the 
We're handing out the Santiago burritos right now here. I gotta say, I'm, I, I gotta say, I, the Die Hard movies, man, I like all of the first three immensely. I mean, two is the not second as good as the others. Yeah, yeah. It, but I, I'm telling you, it's better than you remember. If you haven't seen it in a while, it's actually, it was just, it's one of those things where it suffered from the, the first one was so amazing, and you can't top it. But it really is a really good movie. It's got a really good story. And then three, I love because Jeremy Irons is a great villain. It's just so far-fetched, the well, second one. Yes, very true. So is the third one, though. But the yeah. third one is executed really well. Yeah. Sometimes the director has a big part of it, too, in the editing process. You know, yeah. it's like it doesn't flow. No, you're right. You the know? third one's pretty far-fetched, too. Actually, all of them really yeah. are. But And then Leave Free and Die Hard was okay, the one that had the little computer geek and the, and the hot Asian <laughs> terrorist one. But then the one after that Maggie was, oh, Q. Oh, is that her name? Very nice. I need to look her up. Uh, and then the, the other, the last Die Hard, well, not even, I don't know if it's the last one, the one that had his, like, his son, or is that what it is? Is that how that one went? And that was... I, I haven't I, seen I saw that. half of it. Was yeah, I, I couldn't watch it either. I just found it on, you know, you can find it on the free channels, you know. Yeah. Um, or the I did see the computer unquote, nerd free. one. That one was okay, but yeah, I mean that one, and also you know because I like, uh, is it Timothy Oliphant? Is that his name? The that he was the bad guy who was with Maggie Q. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I like him a lot. So. Um, yeah, I like him too. And I, you know, there's one thing I was thinking the other day. I know this has nothing to do with sports, but I, I think I realized that for me, a movie is not ever going to be good as a as a science fiction action um, superhero, any of those kind of movies, unless the villain is good. Mm-hmm. And that makes such a huge difference for me. Like I, the villains in the uh, the Planet of the Apes movies, the new ones. I loved all the villains. I mean, Woody Harrelson was absolutely terrific. He actually probably deserves an Oscar for that performance. Dude, it's super underrated. I mean, he just nailed it. And that movie, to me, is so underrated. That third one was an amalgamation of, like, 15 of the most famous stories ever. And, like, it was so funny because I was talking with a buddy of mine, and he actually appreciated that, and it was cool because he looked at me every time. He's like, yeah. And, like, we both were like, oh, yeah, nice, nice, nice homage, you know? And, uh, like, at the very end, we're like, oh, well, obviously Caesar's not going to make it to their homeland because he's Moses. Mm -hmm. And Moses died seeing it, but he never got there. And, boom, you know, that's how the movie ends. But, anyway, uh, I just really – villains, man. Spoiler alert. Well, (laughs) 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 sorry if you didn't see it eight years ago. Your time has run out. I was just teasing. By the way, somebody, uh, a couple of the people I know saw Midsommar, and uh, they both recommended me to see it. They said, now you can get it, you can download it. Yep. And uh, they, and I said, so is it not horrifically, like, gory and gross and everything? And they're like, no. They were it's like, just it's uncomfortable. Just, yeah. They said there's like, there's, like, there's like three pretty gruesome scenes. But they said, other than that, it's really more just that it's just a just a messed up situation and a messed up thing. And I, I tried to ask him if it was like red state, that one that Kevin Smith made where, you know, that the, they, they find these like three kids, like find a religious sect and like they, like they, they, you know, go in there to have fun, but then they end up getting caught and like, you know, die and every, or I don't, I can't remember what happens to huh, them. But, I'll still watch that. And then it's like at the very, oh, you haven't seen it. No, oh, I don't want to tell you the end. Though. Yeah. The don't end, tell me. The end is pretty crazy. So uh, anyway, um, I, I'm going to try and see Midsommar this weekend, see if I can get through it. I, I have heard that the, the fact that it's in daylight the whole time because it's in that, you know, the, up in the Norway, yeah. that uh, that really, that's part of what makes it unsettling. Is it's, that it's, it's so different from the normal horror type film. Although I guess it's not even really a horror film is what people told me. It's like, it's, I wouldn't you know. classify it as horror. Uh, I think I've heard people classify it as folk horror. Oh, I've heard okay. that. That as would a be kind of like, more, like, more like like the village. 
from yes, from yes. what's his name? Uh, M. Uh, Night. Yeah. Yes, okay. I do. I think that's a good okay genre or category. Okay. Um, cool. But if you've ever taken mushrooms before, that's what the movie feels like. <laughs> I, I, missed, I missed the first part of this because I was still uh, typing in Facebook. What, what movie is it? It's called Mid- – so it's spelled M-I-D-S-O-M-M-E-R. It's just Mid- A-R. A-R. Yeah. Midsummer. Okay. Right. It's but a it's, festival, right? It's a festival, and it's uh, – you have to see it. It's in theaters. It's, it's, uh, well, I, it think it's, it's I think it's available should I, on – Should I be looking for some Tootsie Roll? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. I, you remember that night? Yes, I do. I, I think it's available actually on Google Play already. Yes, I believe, and oh. or Amazon too, maybe. Probably when it's on one, it's probably yeah, on yeah. Right? I know it's. You're right. It's on Google. Uh, but anyway, it is. If you've ever taken mushrooms, <laughs> that's how it feels. The whole movie, and you just it feels uncomfortable. And it's hard to make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I was going to say. So, I mean, like, would you say, did the human centipede make you feel uncomfortable? Well, of course it did, but. Yeah. That's the only movie I can remember that I had to fast forward through some scenes. I, I mean, I, I watched them. Kind of, I just like, nervously laugh at those things. You know, I'm like. <laughs> just couldn't, yeah. that, scene, that scene when they finally, they were connected and the f- person finally had to use the restroom. And that watching the middle person, I was like, man, that just got into my head. Oh, like, I okay. knew. I knew it was coming before it even happened you knew it was coming oh, yeah. right no no of course but i just like i couldn't <laughs> the visual of it and then thinking about oh, being God. that person i was like and that's what i do in movies a lot it's like i, I end up like putting myself into the into the slot because like that midsummer is made by the same director that made the hereditary yes or heredity hereditary Heredi- right? hereditary yeah. yeah and boy that one scene even if you don't like the whole rest of the movie that one scene worth worth the price of admission that was the greatest thing i remember sitting there going huh, huh. oh you can't believe what just happened. You know, so that was so great. He's a good director. Yeah, I think got, you'll appreciate Midsummer. It's got some zip to it. Plus, this way I can yeah. fast forward through if I don't like it. That's why I didn't go see it in the theater. Uh, I don't know if you'll enjoy it, but you'll well, appreciate I'm, it. Yeah. Uh, it's. I, I have a feeling it'd be kind of like watching that movie Mandy that, from uh, Nick Cage. That was that was you know something. Um, a little 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 crazy, but uh, uh, you know, good to have crazy. And uh, just since we all since we're reviewing movies real quick, I'll just say I did go see It Part Two. Didn't like it nearly as much as part one. Uh, did not feel like it did nearly as well as the miniseries in establishing like that they were all good friends and what was they were going through. Uh, graphics were obviously an upgrade, but I think that the miniseries was much better than, than this movie. And before you say it's longer, it actually, after commercials, had less screen time than the two It movies combined. So uh, just important to note. That the, was, the miniseries. Correct. Yeah. yeah huh. It came together because of the fact that they, the second It movie was three hours. Uh, and the first was, was that two made – was that made previous to the Stand miniseries? Probably right around the same time, okay. I'm guessing. I yeah, they, they it, have it, the same it, feel. It had so. John Ritter in it, so, you know, it's pretty old. Yeah, they made a bunch of them back in – because there's a thinner, that, and that's kind of terrible. And, 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 well, that was a movie, though. It I, was I never, a TV movie, wasn't it? I haven't seen the TV movie version. I saw oh, the real okay. one that had okay. the gypsy lady, the yeah. hot gypsy lady. Yeah. And uh, – I mean, I'm not saying that there wasn't a miniseries version, but that's not a very long story. Yeah. Lawnmower Man, of course, had nothing to do with the story in the book. That was lame. The movie, I mean, the movie could have been fine, but it was just, it didn't have anything to do with what the Lawnmower story. Uh, and then, yeah, that was you know, weird. the Pet cemeteries have all been a disappointment. Misery was great. Oh, yeah. Shining was great, even though it wasn't really accurate. Uh, anyway, so It too is not that great. It's worth seeing, but uh, you could wait to, you could wait for home. And then I also went and saw uh, Ad Astra. And, uh, oh, very interesting movie. It's the one not, with Brad Pitt. 
correct. Yeah. Not at all what you think. I promise you. Whatever you've seen in the previews, you don't know. This movie is nothing kinda, like it. I've, one of my buddies gave me a little bit of a rundown. Okay. So I kind of know what it's about. I don't want to discourage anyone from seeing it because yeah. I appreciated the movie quite a bit. But it's like Prometheus. I liked Prometheus, and especially now in, in subsequent viewings, yeah. I'm, I'm really bummed that they didn't do you know, do the actual part two of that that they yeah. were planning and said did that horrible Covenant movie. Yeah. Um, I uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, oh, Prometheus was not at all what I expected, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. Now, sometimes it's not what you expect. You're like, oh, this is not what I wanted to see. Yeah. But with, with that one, it was like, well, this isn't what I thought I was seeing, but this is a, this is a good story. It's yep. a good movie. And uh, they have gotten to the point now, man, where, boy, special effects look seamless. I mean... I'm like, this is where it gets scary for like what governments could do, right? Because they could make a film with computer graphics and a few actors and be like, oh, we we found this the video. Nuclear to, uh, winner. <laughs> yeah. Or I mean, could say like we we found this video of such and such, you know, my opponent, my political opponent, right? And it's like doing this. Or like in sports, you could say, oh, we got a video of him beating somebody. It's like I wasn't even in that city. What do you, you know? But yeah. they can, you know, yeah. computer graphics. So and anyway. it'll happen. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Well, I'm sorry about that uh, crazy ass tangent. Gave uh, JP a moment to try and hopefully fix that link. Uh, we think we got. We think we're going. Uh, good. I've got everyone. Um, I put it up. Go to the website. Just okay. uh, click on the live link, which is right below our uh, our um, header. Yep. Header. And um, that link works fine because okay. I got right on it and it, it works fine. I don't know why the embedded link. I don't know why that link that I copied onto the on the Facebook sometimes. Uh, what will happen? It'll go to the part of the there. show. And then it won't start, but it'll show we're eight minutes in or we're nine minutes in. Oh, Thesportsoffensive.com. Yeah, thesportsoffensive.com. Yeah. Okay, so, so. But, yeah, I directed everybody, just go to the website, hit that live link right there. It says live now, and uh, you're right in the show. Yep, it'll just pop open right in your browser. And then yeah. you can. And if you do that one, then you can actually uh, let your phone go to sleep yep. in terms of the, the screen. If you go to Blog Talk Radio and you're listening on your phone, you will have to keep it um, – forever on or yeah. whatever it is by the way chorizo in the breakfast burritos today uh, again again Dude, yes, thank, thank you santiago is saturday like chef's choice or something yes that saturday's uh, chef choice um i like it you know it's funny as i was making the cat run around with the laser and the thing is then, then when i like i stopped doing the laser my the cat like is like keep searching for it and like he'll keep <laughs> searching for it for like an hour and so i feel kind of bad because i you know like i remember <laughs> anderson used to like not want to give uh, now you want to use play with these ones the, the big Akita scout that he had because he worried that it was messing with her head. And uh, like, he's like, I think that she gets like obsessive because like I had a cat for a while, Chili, who got to the point where he knew she knew where it was coming from. Like she knew the laser was coming from this little pointer that I held in my hand, and she would get excited when I went and grabbed the pointer, and then she would start staring at the floor. And you're like, so if you know it comes from <laughs> that, that it's just a light. Or like like you know where it's coming from, but you but you still chase it, you know, or you don't know, but you know it's not real. It, it still doesn't really click in. So, but then again, maybe they're like, oh, it's just a game, you know. So you go to movies, you know they're not real. Well, hey, don't shatter my 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 hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still planning on getting my own Millennium Falcon. Damn it! When I heard about the, the you know that UFO that they you know they they confirmed, you know, like of course. UFO doesn't mean alien. Everybody always like, you know, it's an alien. Well, it means an unidentified like flying, flying object. object. Who the hell knows who what it is, you know? Could be, you know, could be a um, Israeli weather, prototype or weather balloon. <laughs> right, isn't it always? Yeah. Um anyway, uh, so again, go to our website at thesportsoffensive.com and click the link there right underneath the header for the best options for listening to the show. Uh 
So you think out here, FanDuel and the NFL have teamed up. So does that, what does that mean exactly? Well, and, they, and, and do you think that that has – is that shady being that that's the sport that's being bet on? Well, it, it's interesting. I saw this come across, and I didn't get too much information. I was, I was, I was wondering if you guys actually heard anything about it more, too, because they've teamed up. They've, they've had a contract now in place where they're their sole provider. They'll give out their NFL statistics on FanDuel, live stats, so on and so forth um, from the NFL perspective. Um, and so, obviously, they've now formed a partnership to go into with fantasy sports gambling and so on and so forth, just like that, with FanDuel and the NFL. So, it's, this is the first contract by the NFL signed with a basically gambling FanDuel, like a FanDuel site. So, we are now heading into the next generation of uh, basically betting here. We, we know, we know um, betting became legal to, uh, state by state. Who wants to put it in? Who wants to put it out? But now we have the NFL teaming up with FanDuel to now um, pretty much increase FanDuel's popularity and start generating some money for the league themselves and also more money for FanDuel. And more people, I think, that maybe weren't on FanDuel now that the NFL has backed it are going to go to FanDuel and actually play a little bit more because the NFL has backed it as a legitimate source of um, you know gambling and, and fantasy sports. Yeah. Yeah, we meant to do that. We got to do that at some point here. <laughs> Actually, get ourselves a, dra- uh, a Fanduel account. <clears throat> I know Shytown Mike mentioned that. I think um, when he was in town, you he know, with our it. draft. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, by the way, we want to send out a congratulations to Captain Chavez. Uh, he won another fantasy baseball title. Oh, there uh, you go. Fourth, I think, overall. At least, yeah. <laughs> Maybe fifth, but I think it's his fourth. Um, just in, it, just amazing. I mean, the guy just puts together amazing teams, and I think every time he's won the title at the beginning of the year, I look at his team and was like, eh, it's all right. Always. And then this one, more you than know any, why he does well. He is the trainer. waiver wire warrior. Yeah, but how does he do it? How does he, he gets up right early. Guys? He gets up earlier than everybody else. But I mean, he picks up guys <laughs> who almost always produce, and like, he and never, he also starts the right guys. Yeah, he never drafts a catcher, yeah. yet every week he's scoring about 15 to 20 points at the catcher position. You're like, how are you doing that every week? Yeah. You streaming. I mean, you know? I think he reads those articles and, and kind of follows those quite a bit, and he does well, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I've never in it long enough to, to get that deep into I can't tell you how many times when I was working at Bexar where I was waking up at, Five fifteen, five thirty in the morning, and the guy I wanted was already gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, Chavez gets up. I think at four a.m. probably every morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever it is, keep on steamrolling, champion. Uh, very, very impressive. Um, this year, I did like his team off the bat because he had a really strong pitching staff. He got in really good value. Like he got yeah. Mueller late as a number one. He got. Uh, he ended up getting Bieber, who I was so pissed, man. I wanted Bieber so bad. I knew he was going to be a good pitcher, and boy, did he sparkle in the second half. I mean, wow, Cy Young quality. You also wanted Herman Marquez, though. Oh, I did want Marquez. Did he have a bad year? Yeah. Did he? I didn't know if it was just he didn't have a lot of wins because the Rockies couldn't score points. Yeah, I don't know what was wrong with the Rockies this year. <laughs> Straight-up disaster. Yeah, they were. <clears throat> I mean, that was – that was from a financial what? standpoint and everything. I mean, what they played, they paid well, out from the an, player. From I mean, an expectation, they even standpoint. win sixty games. 
I think they I barely. Think yeah, I don't. Uh, if they did, think. it was barely. Let's uh, let's look here. Yeah, that's that's a scary thought. <laughs> Pretty sure they're right around 100 losses. Uh, so. They won 69 games, lost okay. 91. Okay, well. Boom, 70 wins. That's a huge season. So, you know, they were minus 125 in run differential. Wow. Oh, that's so a huge dif- – I mean, they must have won close to 85, 88 games last year Yeah. to make the playoffs, right, at least. I yeah. So, yeah. I see, so what a uh, fall. I see the uh, Alonzo uh, tied the rookie record, yep. 52 homers. Yeah. Wow. Nice pickup by you, man. That was a good yeah. draft pick right there. Yep. That's a nice rookie. Damn, yep. Dude. I had a couple, year. dude, I had a hell of a team. Had I made the playoffs, I probably would have done pretty well. But I just played really high scores every week. Yeah. What do you do? Can't do nothing about that. In the end, it's, your schedule is almost everything. Yeah, I was the third highest point scorer in the league. So That's not bad. Yeah. And didn't even make the I, playoffs. I mean, I stopped. You know, like picking up players and stuff. You know, a number of weeks ago because I knew I was kind of out of it. Yeah. And it's it was so infuriating because every time I would play someone in my division, I would say, "If you had your opponent's record or yeah. schedule, you'd be eleven and two. Yeah. And you're like, right. oh, great, and I'm six and you know five. I, I got that a lot too. So, you know, you just want to be like, hey, you had it so good, and I feel so bad for my brother because again, he had a really good team and was right in it until like the next to last week, and then he, he has bad luck too. Yeah. Yeah. He just like falls out. He like he falls one game short, like year after it's, year. And it's competitive, man. Yeah. Jeff is his team is always good. Well, but, he had, uh, worst, he had, had, well, he had his worst year. Oh, easily. He was yeah. He he had just had no luck at all this year. He had a, he had some injuries. He had some top draft picks not pan out. I mean, and he's a good fantasy player. So he you know he just had a rough go there. No, he's always been good in the past. But yeah. No, it's that, that's the fun part of playing in a good league, and also the frustrating part of playing playing yeah. in a good league is that you, you you better hope that luck falls your way a little bit. Um, yep. Or I mean, hate to call it luck because you know you do control your destiny in a lot of ways, but it's like, hey, if your guy, it's eighty-seven point three percent luck. <laughs> well, I remember like three years ago, the Horton team. <laughs> you know, only won like two games all year and they were like, Oh, and 11 when I played them and they beat me. And of course I got, you know, a lot of flack from people for losing to the a winless team. And it's like, they scored the most points in the league that week. What was I supposed to do? You know, it's Lose. like, <laughs> right. And it's like, but it's like, but you know, it's like people blame you, but it's like, well, it's not my fault. I didn't do anything. So anyway, uh, let's see. Minnesota first team to 300 home runs ever. So you said 267 was the old record to 76, I believe. Was that right, JP? I think it was two. For some reason, that that's ringing a bell. Yeah, two seventy six or yeah, it was right around that. Yeah, two right around two seventy. So, so kind of help me out here. So I mean, I'm guessing Sano had a good year. Holy cow, dude! Look at the Twins roster you got. Well, that's how I was going to have you start. Kind of tell us. Unbelievable. So who's their catcher? Uh, Mitch Garver, yeah. who nobody's heard of, right? Uh huh. In going into the year. Uh, he actually batted leadoff quite a bit this year. Um, oh, the old Mauer surprise. I mean, he's got to have close to 30 homers. Okay. okay? He's the catcher. Um, first base, C.J. Cron. Oh, C.J. Oh, it's, it's Cron, huh? I didn't know. Cron. I that was Cron. Cron. It could be Cron. I'm not real I'm sure. I'm notoriously wrong with me. I thought it was Cron, but. Uh, no, you're right. He's got to be at least 30. Okay. Yeah. Then you've got thirty. Yeah, you've got scope and a rise at second base. 
And Scope, they, they brought him in from the Orioles. And he's right around 25, but Arise has got to be around 20, and he's only played a wow. few months. And they're sharing that position? Yeah. Is that a rookie? Yeah. Okay. And he is good. Good to know about him for next year. He is good. Um, Polanco. Polanco, he's got at least 30. Okay. Um, they have Sano's yeah. over 35, I think. Okay. Cruz, the DH, 40. Nelson Cruz? Yeah. He's he over, he 40. over 40. He did again, huh? Wow. Yep. And Kepler was real close to 40. Mm-hmm. He had a breakout season. Okay. Uh, I, you know, Buxton was hurt for most of it. Oh, and Eddie oh. Rosario, who was another guy who probably had 30 plus. Jeez. So, I mean, like everybody on the team had 20. Well, I mean, I would say that bodes uh, optimistic for the playoffs. Because it could. You have so many. There are so many times in the playoffs you get games that they just no one can score. Yeah. And uh, not in the World Series, I, but <laughs> I like the way they match up with the Yankees, and nice. that's probably. I mean, I'm pretty sure at this point it's locked in um, that it's them and uh, the it's them and the Yankees, and then the Astros will play the winner of Oakland Tampa. Well, so let's review the the Twins uh, pitching staff. Okay. Because that, that that that's kind of the whole key. I'm so mad at Panetta. Is he hurt? No, he got caught for putting crap in his body. Oh, he got busted for PEDs? Yeah, well, yeah. PEDs, uh, when that yes. happened? Uh, maybe like a month ago, less than uh, a month ago even. Well, then that's why he was doing well. <laughs> yeah. Or, that was why he didn't get hurt. <laughs> that could, yeah, that could very well be. Which I'll go on record again. I actually think for injury-prone players, there's nothing wrong with using steroids just to keep their body in a state of the problem is playable. It, it does other. I know it enhances <laughs> otherwise, but it enhances. I just I wish they could say like you know what a small level of steroids is allowed if you want to take it, and I know that'll never happen, but no. or at least not for another generation or two. Um, once, you know, you just have the league administer it. Right, that's what I mean. Like make it, yeah, make it like consistent. Like yeah. you all can have this much per per. Be like per here pound, you go, you know? you know, yeah. But just because think of McGuire, right? So McGuire. Amazing rookie season, almost hit 50 home runs, becomes part of the Bash Brothers, you know, with, with Canseco. Canseco leaves, goes to the Rangers or the Blue Jays, wherever it is he went first. And McGuire, then the heel started. And you remember that? Year after year, man, he would be amazing when he played. But then he'd get hurt. But he would only play like maybe 75 games a year. Yeah. And then finally, we now know he was taking some stuff. And I don't even know if it was like serious PEDs or if it was like lower level things. I can't remember what he was yeah. taking, but um, I don't know if he ever tested positive or not. But he um, not publicly. Okay. So, so he, he like, might have been on that list, you know, that they had. Oh, that's right. They used to have different rules, huh? Like you didn't, yeah. like it wasn't public. And the first time you failed or something like that, yeah. you no one found out. Right. Um, but uh, I just remember that he then, he takes that stuff. He suddenly now is healthy and stays in a whole season. Well, that's that was after he got moved to St. Louis. No, 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 because he hit fifty-two or fifty-four with Oakland. Then he had a year where he played mostly Oakland and then part in St. Louis, so he hit oh, okay. fifty-eight. So it did, and then the next year he hit seven. Got it. And because I remember, because I was so excited when I drove out here. That was the year I moved to Colorado. Yeah, was nineteen ninety-eight. The year that they were breaking all kinds of records, you know. He and Sosa, yeah. Yeah, but well, also the doubles record fall, fell. I think that went to. Might have gone to uh, Todd Helton. I can't remember, but so I thought it was Sosa, but maybe it is Todd Helton. Doubles, yeah, I think it was. I don't think because I don't think Sosa ever had a high average. Yeah, he had a lot of doubles though, didn't he? I mean, I'm sure with all the home yeah. runs, I can't imagine he didn't. Yeah, well, he sure looks odd these days. Yeah. Um, but anyway, 
I mean, that was so exciting watching McGuire those four years. And it was all because a guy of great talent got to play. I mean, think about Barry Bonds, right? So he was, assuming that he didn't start taking the roids until we all kind of found out he was on roid or eventually found out. Um, if he didn't take them before then, before he took steroids, he was probably a, a early ballot Hall of Famer, if not first ballot. I mean, he was oh, amazing. He was the he best was the, player of his generation. Yeah. And or he was, one of them. And least. before steroids. Yeah. He was yes, the best. Yes. And then he started getting mad that these guys all started getting all this publicity for hitting these home runs. And he's like, hey, you know, man, that's they're, what annoys they're me. cheating. That annoys know? me. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Oh, my God. So should Roger Clemens. Yeah. So should Pete Rose. Yeah, so should, yeah. So it's the should Hall Rose. of Fame best players. It's not the nicest, most favorite guys. It's yeah. not, that's not how it works, you know. And if they're not gonna let those guys in, Ty Cobb shouldn't be in. So anyway, um, or even Babe Ruth for that matter, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so any, I mean, anyway, just I imagine if Bonds hadn't taken steroids and hadn't been a good player into his late 40s, we wouldn't have gotten to enjoy. You know, even if the enjoyment that I got was in, in, you know, hating on, you know, the fact that he was a giant and, and stuff, but it made it fun. You know, yeah. it was someone to watch. It was someone you wanted to see. I'll never play. forget one of the, my favorite moments ever in my, in the history of watching sports was I was with you. I'm, I'm pretty sure we were watching uh, Barry Bonds and it was in San Francisco and he was facing Eric Gagne. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was amazing. And it was just like the game and was like, because the, the, the game was like out of hand. And so like, it just, didn't really matter what happened in the game, I think, if I remember right. And so it was like, everybody there was like on their feet screaming before it even started. Cause it was like, here's the Cy Young award winner who was, had just, blown a save and yeah, by two years, maybe yeah, two and years was absolutely incredible. You know, I mean, obviously he was on PEDs too. So basically yeah. you had the PED closer against yeah. the PED hitter yeah. and probably the best hitter in baseball versus probably the, he, the, he the hit wickedest a fastball. mammoth foul ball first. I remember that. Mammoth. We I mean, it was, at, it was in McCovey. Coast. I know you mean Anderson were there. I think it might even been Chi-Town. Was yeah, there. I think so too. And, and maybe even somebody else was there. Cause I remember, I remember all the, and I think Rusty yeah. was there. Yeah. Rusty. Cause I think all, too. I think the couch was full and both chairs. Who knows? Could have been this guy. Yeah. Maybe it was you. It <laughs> <might have> been. <laughs> and yeah, I, but I still remember that too. And then, and then when Bonds hit the home run on the next pitch, you know, and it was cool. Cause Gagne was like, you know, tip the gap. It was like, I gave you the I mean, best dude, pitch I had and you're the best hitter in the world. Crushed it. Yeah. Just <laughs> Launched, oh man! Launched. Uh, it was just cool. He was incredible. What a good hitter. No one incredible. in the history, in the in the history of the game, knew their strike zone better than Barry Bonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Un- knew Ted, exactly. Ted only could win. Yes, that I, he was that good. I, I mean, I, Ted would be the second best. I would, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, so. I never saw Ted play, but Barry Barry was incredible. incredible. I mean, he. He knew right away. I can't remember, you know, I, some there was some anecdote about, you know, the umpire telling the new umpire, hey, you know, how do how do I know if it's a strike or not? Well, Barry will tell you. Oh, <laughs> well, it's Rogers Hornsby is the old one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah right. The, the... The the batter said, "Isn't that a strike?" And the, the umpire, you know, Mr. Hornsby, yeah, will, Mr. Let Hornsby you know. will let you know if it's a strike. Um, Bonds had that 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 upper um, not uppercut. What do you call that? A choke up grip on the bat. 
And ever since he, he did, did that, choke up quite a bit. Yeah. And it gave him the uh, a little bit too much there. It gave him the ability to wait an extra quarter of a second. And I think it gave him a little more bat control as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, but just the, the way he could turn on a pitch was just staggering. I mean, man, that guy. I mean, but not, not I don't know if it's really a pretty swing, right? I don't know if I would call it a pretty swing. I mean, it was not bad, but if you had to say, like, can you think of anybody, or, or more than one, if you want, off the top of your head, favorite batting stances? Stances or, or no, I'm sorry, not stances, swings. Uh, swings. The one that comes right off the top of my head is Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. That's one of the prettiest swings I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. That was artwork the in kid? motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was artwork in motion. You remember that movie? I just got uh, one of his balls. I think it was The Rookie? I think. Or, or you, you, Whoa, you, hey. He's sporting three I balls now. There. Uh, it's not an autographed baseball. Yeah. So you drop a third? I'm a big fan. <laughs> Let me show you. I'm your number one. Uh, but that movie, The Rookie, I think it was, where that little kid gets his arm, gets like a tendon thing, and so he can throw oh, a wicked yeah, fastball. Oh, yeah. And uh, in that movie, he threw into Griffey, and it switched to the camera view of like, you know, Griffey's a left-handed batter, so it was <laughs> yeah. like, diagonally across the plate was where the camera was and so you just watched his swing from start to finish hitting that ball and not only was it the thing of beauty but just the way the ball came off the bat yeah like that's when talking about balls jumping off a bat there's there's just a certain something someone has like 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 with the punching with sugar ray leonard got sugar in your in your gloves you know oh yeah there's just something about that kind of a, a hitter that transcends Everything else in the it sport. does. I, I mean, when you when you talk about the best swing, I, I I always go to Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah, I would say my personal favorite is probably still Daryl Strawberry. That was always a good one. And it was I love the way it looked like he was such a tall, lanky guy that it looked like a toothpick in his hand. Yeah, it, it but he just swatted it and boom, gone. I mean, it was <laughs> gone. What are you What are you doing to my cat there? Having some fun. Making him, uh, <laughs> no, it's great. Tire him out. Like I told you guys last week, so last week he won't leave us alone while we're, while we're doing the show, right? Because he's all excited because there's people here. The guy slept from like 1 p.m. to like 8.30. <laughs> he just kept, like, no matter what I even I couldn't even wake him up to eat food. I mean, that, that's, he, he that's was tired. tired, yeah. <laughs> so he sure loves people, but, you know, of course, he's also probably tired because he's been up since 4 in the morning clawing and biting me. So, uh, anyway. Fun. Uh, Nate, did you have did you want to enter anybody into that conversation that we didn't mention in terms of most pretty swing? I mean, Griffey definitely is the first person that comes to mind. Um, I always thought Joe Maurer had a real nice swing. That's a good one. Uh, Obviously, I'm biased, you know, being a Twins fan, but he was a man. He was a tremendous hitter, tremendous hitter. I don't know Uh, if I even remember what his swing looked like in his prime. who else was a real Tony Gwynn? He had a good swing. George Brett. He had kind of Gwynn had kind of a funny stance. He had a funny yeah. stance, but he but he had a good swing. Will yeah. Clark had a nice swing. Will Clark had a real pretty swing. Um, that's a good one, Mark. Yeah, well, I've, I hadn't thought. I about grew up him. in San, I grew up, you know, no, he, Giants area. He so. was kind of <laughs> no, but he that was kind of something he was known for. Just had a real pretty looking swing. Well, growing up watching him is why I stand with my front foot in front of my back foot in the batter's box. Ortiz has a nice swing. Yeah, pretty pretty yeah. smooth. He's kind of long. Yeah, he's a little long. You know, he he gets that extension, but boy, he's got a good looking swing. 
I don't, I, I don't think of Mike Trout. Mike Trout is having a pretty swing. I think it's, it's, it's a good swing. It's a mechanic or um, yeah, mechanic, strong mechanics. Yeah, you know? strong mechanics. It's, it's not a pretty swing. Yeah, yeah. Nick Trout or uh, man, most of the most of the big hitters today don't seem to really have. But Charlie Blackman has a nice little swing. He does. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure what his looks like. Machado has the most annoying stance. <laughs> He's just an annoying customer. Yeah. All, just overall. Wait, what fact, is this kind of a bust for uh, all he, of the hype and the big contract he, and everything? I he mean, had a, he did not have a good year. I don't know how many home runs he hit, but what he he probably batted what? Did he even oh. get the 280? Well, we know this. Yeah. He got the manager fired. Yeah, he should, <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, I thought it. And Mark off. owes me a dollar. Uh oh. That's right. I do owe you for that. <laughs> I cannot believe San Diego blew that, man. They were up by like quite a few, at yeah. least double digits, I think. Just an, you know, only only ESPN is annoying enough to like not bring up the player when you type in their name, but articles. Really? Good lord. So, JP, did you watch the game on Thursday? Yes, I did. <laughs> I listened. We were still coming back from South Dakota. Okay. So we got it on the, uh, the on, on the NFL uh, network. Yeah. Uh, on satellite. So I listened to um, the first quarter. Which was exciting, yes. right? Yes. And I got. Not for you, probably. But. Uh, yeah. Um, I got to watch uh, the start. I think it was midway through the second quarter. I, I actually got home and started watching the game. Um, very interesting game. Mm-hmm. The Eagles found a running game. Mm-hmm. I am very much shocked. I, I you knew they were going to score points. Yeah, you know that was a must-win for Philly. You they know why they found a running game, right? Because I dropped Jordan Howard the day before. He had a huge and and my only backup running back, my only backup running back on my team, gets carted off the field on the first play. That's my only. I have no other running backs on my team. I, I missed down on Adrian Peterson. Someone got him off. I was too low on the waiver wire. As some, I missed down on Gal. Or um, I got him. The, the, who? Adrian? No, you dropped him. Oh, that's right. I you dropped him, and then somebody. Oh, I think Logan picked him up. Yeah, yeah. And, Gallman. I missed Gallman I, in all five of my leagues. I got. I, I did too. I got Gallman in two leagues. I missed wow. down on him. That was my number one waiver yeah. wire. So I have no course, backup running back. Of course. Now. We I'm have to even, talk. We got to talk. I'm not <laughs> even sure. I don't know even sure if Gallman is even worth having. We're going to find out pretty yeah. quick. But it's like he could be just he could be just be a terrible player. So I don't. You know? As long as nobody gets injured, I don't need a backup running back to yeah. week nine. So we're going to have to have some negotiations. I have to talk, start the trade talks right. here. Well, I'm balls yeah. deep in that and running back. I'm so. balls deep in receivers, except oh. for they didn't get. They, well, they, you they, and I they, should talk. They 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 they, they uh, targeted Aguilar once in the whole game. I mean. they I was, thank you. I wanted to thank Aguilar for a nice big zero when I picked him up. I, it was just I, – they, they focused – I mean, you, the holes they opened up in that game, you could r- drive a Mack truck through. It was it, – uh, yeah, they might, the they might have exposed the Packers a little. I, I think they did. The Packers kind of – you know, game one was the Bears. The Bears don't have the best offense in the world. And the Packers – was, oh, the Packers defense turned this around. Blah, 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 blah. All right, the Packers were 3-0. and They were the only 3-0 and team that was averaging under 20 points a game, too. So now all of a sudden, well, and holding Denver to a low score is not really uh, exactly an, an so epic de- look, defensive look, effort. The, the whole thing is look who they actually played, yeah. and all of a sudden now the Packers' defense has been exposed for a little bit more than of what they actually I would agree are. with that. So, well, it's interesting though too because if you look at Philly's wins, they're all comebacks, right? Yes. So, hmm. well, I all their wins. You mean both of them? 
Is yeah. there? Oh, I thought they had three. <laughs> Are they? They're only two and one. Two and two. Oh, okay. They just played their week four game. Right, right. Two and two. I'm yeah. mystified over here. Uh, yes, correct. So Those midsummer mushrooms okay. are kicking in. Yeah, right. No. So they're two and two. But yeah, both, so both their wins, I'll rephrase that. Both their wins are comeback wins, right? One over Atlanta and one over Green Bay. Check, your, check your audio settings. In what regard? Uh, just uh, the hookups. Is it coming through the wrong microphone? Uh, there was a repeat. My dad said there's a repeat in it, and uh, then it just went off. Just make sure you're it's connected hmm. to the right stuff. So, but no, Nate, let's just uh, keep rolling here while Mark works on that. Um, it's it, shown as reading. So, okay. So, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I have to go on my phone and look. But, uh, you know, if you look at the – they ran for a, a season-high 176. Um you know, uh, on the ground between Howard and uh, Miles Sanders. Yep. Um, they both look. I mean, Howard yeah. was just a beast. Jeez. Yeah, but the offensive line, holy cow! Man, they really, uh, like I said, those those holes they were opening up. Some were maulers, some maulers. Yeah. Pan, you remember and that then, pancake stack? And you know, Carson <laughs> threw for three touchdowns. Now, yeah. now, mind you, he only threw for 160 yards. Yeah. So you know what? But you got the win. Yeah, but that's you know. That doesn't always tell the story. In fact, usually when a quarterback throws for over 300 yards, that means they lost. Exactly. Because they're playing from behind. You know? So I got a couple really interesting stats. And you know, Friday morning when I, was, I, I got unpacked and I, yeah. I, I texted it, that, that I, uh, I put everything out there. And, and um, I was running around with a, with a little – with this piece of paper here, writing, listening to my TV and writing down notes that I heard because I, I couldn't just sit down and, and do stuff on the computer because I was too busy unpacking and getting ready for the day. But um, so – all right. So Rodgers went for 34 for 53 for 422, two touchdowns and, a, and one reception. I mean, um, what was it, Parker? Devon, that, Devon, that's the had key 158. stat. That's the key stat, though, that yeah, one interception because that's really- – And they only ran for 77 on the night. You know, Jamal Williams yeah. went out first play. So yeah. they had they have a two-back set in that offense as it is. But, you know, they just wouldn't trust the other guy with the ball. But I have an interesting stat here that I, that I heard yesterday morning. Um, Aaron Rodgers was when, – when he had a 10-point lead at Lambeau, he was 59-0. and 0. Wow. As uh, with a 10 point lead. So that's the first game he has ever lost at home after he had a 10 point lead. And obviously they were out 10, nothing in the first quarter up 10, nothing in the first quarter. So, you know, yeah. that was, it was an interesting game. It was a, it was a great Thursday night game. That's yeah. a, are, are they way teams now three and one on Thursday night games? I believe you're correct. Yeah. So, and La- which is going completely against last it, year. It is, it is. And, Cause but Tampa it, beat the it, Panthers. Yes. But it's nice to have a good game. Yeah. And a watchable game. And that was a very good game. Yeah. It was a watchable game. Key being the key fo- factor there. Right. Yeah. Not a lot of, we actually won a bet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And we won a bet. <laughs> But yeah, they are. They, that that was a great game. I, I'm just we're glad to see. You know, we don't like Thursday night football so much because we get college games on Thursday nights yeah. and Friday nights. But you know, to get a good one, if we're getting good games, so be it. I mean, let's look at Monday night's game this week: Bengals 0 and 3, Pittsburgh 0 and 3. <laughs> it could be a good game it could from be the aspect, aspect that... of. 42 to 40. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you know it's going to be probably a good offensive showing. Yeah, it should be a good offensive showing. Um, that'll be an f- interesting game. But, yeah, I, I think Philly, uh, certainly Doug Peterson is great at adjusting, right? Yes. And I think that's kind of almost he, 
he certainly has a game plan, but he is so good at making that adjustment. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously that's why Bel, uh, Bill Belichick is who he, who he is, but right. well, I think right. Doug Peterson has kind of taken a page out of that book yeah. and makes those adjustments better than other coaches. So do. here's, here's why this was a must win for the Eagles. Cause here's their upcoming schedule. So they got the jets. Okay. whoop de deal. Okay. No big deal. So three and two. But Let's at the Vikings, at go. the Vikings, Ooh. tough game. Yeah, tough game. Okay, next game at the Cowboys. So that's probably a loss. So three and three. So then three and four. Okay, next game at the Bills. I think they can win that. Yeah, even I though the Bills, the who, Bills who, are, who are a little overrated. The Eagles schedule. Oh, okay. that's so. This is why it was a must-win well, game because their t- schedule's brutal. Today or this week show, will show us if, if they're for real, right? Because yeah. they play the Patriots. If yeah. they can, if they can hang, they don't even have to win. If they can hang, wait, with the what? Patriots, the Bills and the Patriots. Bills and Patriots. Oh, the Bills. That's one of the key the games Bills. of the day. I think so. the Bills are a little overrated. Probably. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but they're three and zero. So, I mean, so the Eagles. Yeah, go, but I'm going to bet against them. Eagles go yeah. from the Bills to home at the Bears with the Bears. They go home with the Patriots. Okay. Then they go home with the Seahawks. Wow. So I mean, we're, then they gosh. get the, they get the Dolphins. Then they could be out of it before they even play the Dolphins, though. But the, see, then the next stretch, the, the three next games are Dolphins, Giants, Redskins. They gotta they gotta go five hundred. Yes. Worst at worst. Yeah, they have to because they yeah. get they get Giants, Redskins, Cowboys, Giants. Then yeah, so that's I mean you know yeah, and they'll split with the Cowboys. Yeah, they'll win the, their they'll, they'll win one of the two. Yeah, they'll split with the Cowboys. I they, most they, they likely seem their to, home game, but actually they actually win in Cowboys Stadium more that's than at right. home. That does seem that's, to ha- that always seems to happen with them. It, it is kind of strange and vice versa. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't. It's hard to know who Philly is just yet. You know it's they, true. they they have so many injuries. They do. They just picked up Skandrick off of 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 a free agency. Yeah, right now they're definitely suspect on that back end and the, the secondary. They are. They're, they're very. Bit. I mean, Darby didn't play on Thursday night, so he was missing. They lost another guy. Carter yeah. I was surprised they're not going after Ramsey. Well, you know they're in the running, but the, they want too much. They want too much, yeah. and, and, and Ramsey, they don't want to get rid of them. I mean, Ramsey now his second child is being born, but they say it's not going to. It's going to be before before this. Probably going to happen today, and there's no reason it shouldn't be. Now, now the, that I heard this or this morning, I saw that he's he's uh um on the um questionable list with a bad back. Yeah. So, what an interesting situation there. I I'll tell you what. I know the Jacksonville GM is in that owner's ear. <laughs> like, hey, we well, had our so. <laughs> look look at our defense just a little over a year ago. We were incredible, you know, and we still we're close. We're close. Yeah, they are. Nick is hurt. They are. You know, we brought in our quarterback. He looked great. We got the mustache riding it. You know. Yeah, you know. We just got (laughs) to kind of get through the year, and then hopefully Nick will be back next year, and you know we'll be ready to compete. You know, and I'm sure that's what he's telling them. But you know, if you could get, what would you think would be worth trading him away? If you were the if you were the Jaguars, right, Mm -hmm. and you want to compete as soon as possible. What would be the offer that would make you part ways and say we'll try next year with a cup, you know, with at least one extra draft high I mean, draft pick? It's got to be a quarterback, doesn't it? Well, I know I'm in. I, I'm going to say how many picks? Oh, picks. Would I'm supposed to give you to get the guy. I think a first and a third. That's that's what that's I was thinking. Huh? Yeah. I was going to say I mean, first. It's so hard worse. to give up two firsts for anything other than a quarterback. Right. 
really. I mean, maybe oh, if you Khalil, had like Khalil a, Mack, they did. If you have a legendary yeah. pass rusher, like right. uh, pass rusher is almost as valuable. Then as I would say, okay, then two firsts is maybe worth it. If he if he all of a sudden puts you in the picture of being a Super Bowl contender, and let's look, right. I mean, yeah. right after he said he wanted to be traded, he actually didn't have a very good game that day. And then, granted, that was in the rain in Jacksonville. Well, he's time. actually been quite inconsistent. He has. Yeah. You know, his first year, he was probably his best year. Yeah. And uh, then he had, that, he had that Esquire article where he talked smack about it. Yeah. He put a target oh, yeah. on his back. And, uh, you know, that's not a good thing to do when you're uh, – I think he's learned that. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the, the diva's like, oh, then I want more than anything to beat this guy, you know. And, and of course, if you're the diva as the cornerback and you can back it up, you're fine. Like – like when Dion did it for those four years when he was just, I mean, do you remember that? When he would just be out of the screen on the TV and yeah. come running in from the edge and intercept a pass. And you're oh, like, yeah. where did he come from? Well, I mean, you guys, his lightning, his closing, he was, his closing speed. speed. But you guys remember how to beat Dion. No. Run the, run the ball right at him. Yeah, he can't tackle. Yeah, he couldn't oh, tackle. Oh, right. no. He's, but I'm just talking about his coverage. Right? No, yeah. no, no. I, no know. I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, but, yeah, that was the big thing. Dion could not tackle to save his life. But he's there was a never a better cover corner. He, well, yeah, because the game. The, there was, though. There was better corners. But his recovery speed yeah. ma- made up for his lack of mm-hmm. knowing where to be or yeah, right. making a mistake or whatever One it was. One of those players that he had so much athleticism, it actually was... I mean, no one had that athleticism. Yeah. No he one. He was like Bo Jackson, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I think he was maybe even more athletic than Bo Jackson. Could be. Overall. Yeah. Just I think Bo was athletic, but Bo had that. Bo was strong. Yeah. He was brawny, right? Yeah. He, he, had he was like a Saquon frame. Barkley, you know. Now, now, the Giants sacrificed Saquon Barkley for six to eight weeks. They're not putting him on the IR. They bring in uh, Danny Boy Daniels, um, and he gets the win against the Tampa team. Uh, they act like they won the Super Bowl after that game. But <laughs> Well, I think that for Tampa, it was kind of a coming-out party. For Tampa? Or didn't Tampa win? No, the Giants won. Oh, that's right. They missed that kick. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you know, Daniel Jones is, is proving a lot of people wrong that he might be. We have to see him against better defense. We'll see him against a defense. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing. <laughs> so, you know, pump the brakes still on, on him. But I, I'm rather pissed off that Barkley was lot, in so much. But he looks a lot better than Eli. He does. He's mobile. That's the thing. He's mobile. When, well, when the Eli, play breaks down. Eli looked just dreadful this year. He did. Dreadful. He did. And I, I think with if he – He's going to be like a Brett Favre. If he goes to another team, I think he'll do fine. He's just a statue <laughs> yeah. is the problem. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You like, know, he's like, he didn't, I didn't think he looked that bad. He, the passes he threw and such were, but he's just so immobile. That That's the thing. He's immobile. And, and their they line don't have is, a good line. Yeah. Their line that's is the, not yeah, good. Those, those and that's why together. Saquon looks, Saquon look great because he can improvise without a hole. That's why I think that the whole Gallman thing about if you get him in fantasy, it, he could be he could be fool's goal. He could be exactly. he could he could break your heart. Like oh, he, if you got him, keep him on your bench. <laughs> I am. I am I I got him, but my team is I'm already pretty deep. I have, you know, Yeah, we got to talk some trades. Ingram, Cook, yeah. <laughs> I have Dalvin Cook, Mark Ingram and Marlon Mack. So those three, I mean, I'd like to get Ingram from you. I just yeah. don't know that I have enough to get him because I yeah. I don't know if I can give Tyreek Hill up. I need a board. receiver or a tight end. Yeah, well, he, so. well, especially I, because I heard that Tyreek could come back next week. Well, my yeah. re, my know, receivers so like, are my receivers <sighs> are Juju. Um, At least Juju uh, felt good this last week. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. 
uh, who'd you call it? Uh, Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, Aguilar, DK Metcalf, um, Sanders that, from the Broncos, and uh, um, who'd you call it down in, in, in Dallas right there? By, why am I doing a brain Cooper? Part? Yeah. Amari. Amari Cooper. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, just Cooper's had a nice little year. Yes, yeah. he has. I asked, so has DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. I should have started DK Metcalf yeah. against the, the, the Cardinals this week. Yeah, he's. But he's, I thought, I thought, you know, we're going to rookie. He's been. He's, yeah. he's almost. Yeah. He's the best rookie receiver I can remember. I think since Bolden. Uh, and Quan Bolden. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, see that. I mean, I guess OBJ was he a rookie that year he busted yeah. out? But yeah, he, he was a rookie. Out. So that I mean that was probably better. But that yeah. was he also didn't bust out until like week nine. He's so he's so inconsistent though. So yeah, I mean, obviously talent, right? The talent is certainly there. We yeah. all know the speed and talent and and uh, whatever he has. But well, yeah, and, he's and, not uh, he's not a DeAndre Hopkins or a. Well, the other thing you have to look Devontae at is Adams. Freddie Kitchens is already admitted he's made some really bad play calls in their games. Yeah, like the fourth, the fourth and whatever fourth and seven draw and play. Draw play. <laughs> Did you that? see that? Freddie Kitchens, he came right out and he's like, "That's on me." He's like, "I, I, I fucked up." The, the <laughs> which team? Cleveland. For Cleveland. Oh, it was like fourth and seven or something. Yeah, and, and he, he ran, ran a draw. draw he ran a draw. <laughs> Why limit yourself, right? But. Of course, if that draw breaks out for 25 yards, people are saying he's a genius. So, you know, you but never know. His interviews are starting to become some of – you have to watch. They're must-see TV. Yeah, right? they kind of are. I agree. He is. He doesn't of, hold back. No, he's I, a character. So just a couple of housekeeping issues. Number one, I, I listened on the website, um, uh-huh. so it sounded fantastic. Okay. So I would say, uh, at least through my phone, it sounded – you guys sounded terrific. I was, I, had my, I was just using this headphone here. Yeah, okay. Um, and then also I looked up Manny Machado, 253 with 30 – I think it was 31 home runs. Oh, he did hit 30. Okay. What was his numbers last year? Did we? Uh, so well, he, he hit was 300 last year. I thought it was no. like three. No, well, he was close. No, kind of. He had 273. Oh, oh. Well, I'm sorry, because it was a split year, so it doesn't have his total statistics. Oh. He was 315 for Baltimore. He was 273 for the Dodgers. Yeah, so I think okay. he was like 290. So overall. he was probably pretty close. Overall, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he hit. But he hit 30 uh, – oh, I'm sorry, right above there. Duh, there it is, 297. Oh, okay. so, yeah, yeah, he was really close. 297 with 37 homers and 107 ribbies last I year. I want an apology. All right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, read but, between the lines. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I don't uh, – yeah, so I, I, I don't think he's worth what, he, what, he, you know, what it's costing. So. Yeah. Uh, but we should jump into that trivia yeah, question. Yeah, let's jump into the trivia question because oh, I don't have the first page of the note. Oh, oh you're sorry. Good. I didn't realize it no, didn't I, print out. No, it printed, but it didn't print. I have a blank page. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, oh I, might need, oh, I might need to switch the ink out. They're getting close. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, in the history of baseball, who are the top three players to win the home run title? And how many did they win? So this okay. is top three. So right. most home run titles thinking it had to be Babe Ruth had to be number one, right? I mean, hit it right on the head. Yes. So how many seasons did he do that? A lot. So I'm gonna say. How long was his career? First of all, was it 20 I years? Was, I don't. I don't think so. No, I think it I'm was. Thinking, I mean, uh, including pitching, yes. I don't know if it was just hitting. Oh, but good call. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say. 14 seasons that he led the league. You know, you make your guess. That's a hell of a great guess. I'll go even, I'll just cause he's so insane. Right. I'll say 16. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. You were, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. What do you, what do you want to say? Well, I just didn't want to give 
have him give us any kind of answer until the end. Oh, okay. So oh, don't, okay. don't tell us. Yeah, yeah. So are we both wrong? You're both wrong. Okay. Um, well, right in the sweet spot, seven, uh, 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're too high. Okay. So okay. Tw- that's probably more like 12, like you said originally. Okay. That's exactly right. 12. 12. 12. That's, that's unbelievable. Yeah. He did it uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 23 to 24, 26 to 31 with the Yankees. Or 18 and 19 was the Red Sox. <clears throat> so second place has got to be significantly less. Like yeah. in that seven or eight range. Well, would be so JP guess. said number three is an old school player. Uh, not that old school, oh. but um, it's it's in between um, the number two guy and Babe. He's kind of in the middle. Hmm. So not that old school. Babe's the old old school. Yeah. So are we thinking Hank Aaron? No. He didn't have a whole lot of. I, he only had like. To be honest with you, I I think here. Hank maybe only won one. I, I'm sure that's possible. He was super consistent, he was, yep, right? But I don't know how many home run titles he actually won. And, and he if played only, like 21 or 22. I, I'm telling you, he's not on that list. He's not one of those three. Um, See, I'm, uh, I mean, McGuire certainly comes to mind, and so does Bonds. I was going to say I thought about Bonds, but I don't think it's he enough. did it long enough. Yeah, same with McGuire. I think they're both going to be around five to seven. Which is still a lot, but I'm thinking that we're probably looking at like a ten and a nine or something yeah. for these other How two. many did Cecil Fielder win? You remember? No, not very many. Not not very many. Two. Um I like Stan Musial comes to mind. Daryl Strawberry. No. No. Not he just drugs too much. Yeah, um, Stan Musial comes to mind. I think, I think a little bit le- for me. Oh, Harmon Killebrew is a good is a good chance. Uh Luke yeah. Eric actually probably had quite a few. After Babe retired, I'm trying to think of who was the first guy to start challenging Babe Ruth for home runs. Oh, it would have been Lou Gehrig. Was it Lou Gehrig? Oh yeah. And what was the first foreign team or, or opposing team player? That's where I come up with Stan Musial. But I, I guess it would have early. been. No, I think they crossed paths. Ted Williams, of course, was a great hitter, but I don't yeah, think he ever hit he, that many home runs. He wasn't a big home run guy. All right, let's. I think we've rationalized through it. Right. Why don't you take a couple guesses and I'll take a couple. So guesses. I want to I want to try uh, Harmon Killebrew. Okay. Okay. I'll go with Barry Bonds. Okay. Your guy is not on the list. Okay. Your guy is on the list, but he's number six. Okay. Okay. Uh, Eddie Matthews. Lou Gehrig. Nope. Wow. Uh, Boy. All right. For number two, I'll give you Mickey. a, a time frame. Oh. Yeah, DiMaggio and Mickey. Mickey would be a good one. Though. Nope. Mm. Wow. I've got the top six in front of me. That's all I can see. Okay. Um, so I'll give you a time frame for number two. Okay. Uh, think mid-70s into the mid-80s. Reggie Jackson? Good guess, but no. Not Michael Schmidt, right? It could be. Uh, Mike Schmidt, yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Nice. Mike Schmidt, yep. 74 nice. to 76, 80, 81, 83 to 84. And he's number two. Number two. Had, yeah, eight. that with guy eight. hit a lot of home runs. With eight. With, with eight. So. Wow. I, that one shocked impressive. me. I knew yeah. he had a lot of home runs. I, I didn't, didn't think he won that he many home runs. Wow. Yeah, well, I didn't either. Can you give us the time frame then for the, the last player? Yeah. Okay. Um, He went straight through 46 to 52. That's Ooh. seven years. Wow. Boy, that. Yeah. I mean that was Stan Musial's 
Yeah. Era. Didn't we already? Did we guess? We didn't guess him. What were the years? Uh, uh, forty-six to fifty-two. Seven, I mean, that six, could be at seven years. That so could be Teddy Ball seven. game too. That could be Teddy Ball game. Uh, there's some obscure guys in there, this, you know. And that's because I didn't recognize. Okay, this name here's off the bat. I'll throw this name out there. Al Kaline. That's uh-huh. an interesting one. Uh-huh. No, no. no. Okay, Duke Snyder. Nope. Trying to throw some Willie Mays. Mm-mm. That's a good guess, but no, you said forty what? Forty six to fifty two. Okay, so that's before Mantle and Mays. Yeah, yeah. They, their rookie season was fifty. And this is a name I wasn't quite familiar until I looked them up. <sighs> Man, forty six to fifty two. Trying to think of home run hitters from that era. Like I said, this name didn't stand out to me whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, there is like uh, Willie McCovey or Willie Stargell. I'll give you the team. No, those are both afterwards. I'll give you the the team. It was all with one team. Pittsburgh Pirates. The 40s and a pirate in the 40s. Dick Allen? Mm -mm. I don't even know if I can think. Roberto Clemente? No. Clemente was seventies, I think. Wasn't yeah, he? No, right. he was yeah. about the same time as those other, like yeah. the other guys. His rookie season was fifty-five. It was a fifty-five. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so that's too way too late. Yeah. The Pittsburgh. So it's not Willie Stargell because he's later on. Seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one. We should know it though. I, yeah. Why? I just can't think of a pirate in the forties that was a big time player. And like I said, he's got mm. seven consecutive ones. I mean, we're probably going to just smack ourselves when we hear the name, but... We'll know it. Yeah, go ahead and tell us. Yeah. Okay, it was Ralph Kinnear. Oh, Kiner. Really? Kiner, I'm sorry, Kiner. Kiner, Ralph that's, Kiner. That's Kiner. a surprise. Yeah. I didn't know... I didn't, maybe it was just a lull in power for a few years or something, because he wasn't no, that he, big of a power, power hitter. But he had 40-plus a lot. And back in the day, 40 was a big deal. Yeah. You know, that was before the steroid I'm pretty era. sure he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and 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 number four was challenging Babe Ruth actually right before, and then right around Babe Ruth um, was Gavi Cravath. Cravath. Oh wow! I don't... Gar- Gary or Gavi? It says Gavi on here. G a v v y. C r a v a t. Boy, I don't really know that player that well. And then you got to go uh... way back to the 30s and they're into the 40s for Mel Ott. And then oh, Harman Mel Kim- Ott. Harmon yeah. Kimabrew was six. Oh, Mel yeah. Ott, really? Wow. Yeah, he was a giant. Yeah. yeah. New York. New York Giants. Wow, that's wow. an interesting list. Yeah, great question. Yeah, I, like I said, the second one surprised me. I knew yeah. he had a lot, of home, a lot of home runs. I didn't think he had that many home run titles. Yeah. So that's why I figured yeah. since, since we all know the Yankees beat the record last year and the Twins just beat it this year, that uh, an individual stat would be good yeah. for a trivia question today. Oh, oh. oh. that's <laughs> That's one. Uh, that's one baseball card that has eluded me, man. His rookie, Which one? Mike Schmidt rookie Schmitt? card. Yeah, it's just, it's just a little my, too when, expensive. When, when my dad for me goes home, he has some cards locked up. He said, "Oh, he's gonna look at them." Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah, tell him. Give them to Nate. Nate, yeah. you know, give Nate ten percent finder's fee, and he'll sell those babies. <laughs> yeah. He, he might have a Schmidt rookie. Oh, dude, yeah. For all I know. Those are even like a crappy ones, a hundred bucks, you know? <laughs> nice. he, yeah. he might have, because I, I know with a those real, Phillies teams, I, I know there was a lot of cards around the house. Yeah, a real, a real nice one of those is, you know, 1500 bucks. Right. So. Well, let's burn through the playoffs real quick. Yeah. Just the first round, since we kind of know now what we're doing. Um, 
Well, I guess we don't really because we don't know who's going to be in the wild card. Games. Yeah, we do. Well, I mean, like who's going to come out of the wild card? Well, game. let's just let's just go so with Twins the and Yankees. Yeah. So I, you know what? I honestly, I think the Twins can beat them because they I can. Think, I think it's going to be a home run barrage, and I think their starting pitching is just a little bit better. Yeah, bullpen's close. That's going to be the key: is can the Twins get a lead? Because that bullpen for the Yankees is can slam the door on anybody. You have to be ahead so. after the sixth inning. Yeah, they have to be in the lead after the fifth or the sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they match up well. We'll see. Um, I could see an easy. I could see a, a five-game series. I, it's a good thing they're going down to a three-man rotation for a couple of reasons. One because of the Panetta situation. Yeah. The other because Gibson just can't be relied on right now. Uh, in fact, I don't even know if he can be relied on moving forward. I'll be interested how, to see with how is Barrios this him. year. I haven't followed him that much. Mm, I mean, he had a he had a good year overall, but it's just not inconsistent too. He's not quite who he should be yet. You know what I mean? Not hitting that promise. He has that ability to just be dominant, but man, he falls off for a while sometimes, and then so kind of like John Gray, don't you think? A little bit, but he's better than that. No, no, better. Oh, yeah. Absolutely better, but yeah, just yeah. the same problem. They can't, yeah. they can't just zone in. I'm trying to think of who would be a good example. Um, I mean, the guy's only 24. So Is he really? Yeah, so I mean... It's not really fair. In fact, he might even be 23. No. Yeah. Berea? Yeah, he's young. Gosh, he's yeah. been pitching as a full-time starter for like yeah. four years. Yeah, here, let's. I'll look up his wow. age. But, um That's shocking. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's not who he should be. Um, 25. Sorry, my bad. He's 25. Oh, he's 25, so he's still pretty young. Um, I also uh, – I posted this on uh, – But he's certainly their one. I have, to, I have to ask you a side question. Okay. So I had to post this on Facebook because I was reading it this, to this, the definition today. Uh, how come won't is the contraction of will not? Because willn't didn't sound good, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. But isn't that something you think about? It? It's like, wait a minute, there, you're not combining anything. W O N and something T. There's no, there's no go, combo. If you want to go head to head on grammar questions, I can go all day. I can't. <laughs> why? Why when you, that. <laughs> when you take something by car, is it called a shipment? And when you take something by boat, is it called cargo? <laughs> How come uh, apostrophe S means possession in every instance except for it's, which is a contraction of it is? Because it's possessive? I'm saying it's possessive for everything but for it is. It is. If, it's, if, if you say it's, he, he, it's, it's, it's his or, or whatever, it, it is not showing possession. Uh, apostrophe only is used if it's it is as a contraction. Right. I just think that's weird. That it's a different, it's a completely different. It's like choosing one rule over the other. Yeah. You say, oh no, that's it. You know, or that belongs to it. You know, that, or I'm, I can't think of the right sentence. Well, why it, do but... they use the same word for two different things and pronounce it differently, like wind and wind? Read and read. That's even worse because it's the same action. Lead and lead. Yeah. yeah. You know, for the longest time, I used to write L E A D. In, in one sense, like it led him astray. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's LED. It is LED. <laughs> it's like, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Just a couple of those that I always got wrong. Huh. Of course, you can get the whole thing about, you know, is it is it a GIF or a GIF? <laughs> you know, and it's like I can't call it anything but a GIF. It's that's what it should be, the GIF. But the yeah. guy who made it apparently 
named it after the peanut butter, GIF. GIF. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so, what he did. I always yeah. thought it was GIF too. Yeah, so anyway, or like That's Tivas. probably cuz of you. Probably. <laughs> and we used to call them Tevas, those those sandal things, but they're actually Tevas. Oh, they yeah, are. They're they're Tevas, Tevas. Tevas. Even a dumber name, Tevas. Yeah, I wear Tevas. So you, you know, these, you, are, these are Tavis right here. So, you know, can you know it's some dude's last name? He's like, they're calling, they're saying my name wrong. Don't say it like that. <laughs> my name is this. Uh, all right. Uh, Braves Cardinals. JP, what do you think? I got to go with the hot hand and the Braves. I mean, they took the East. The Cardinals are, are in that, that dog dog race right now. Yeah. I mean, they got you got two games to go. We got a one-game lead. I just – I can't even think – I don't know a lot of the Cardinals players off the top of my head. Yeah, you I, do. I, I do know I? some, yeah. but I mean, uh, there's uh, there's Otani. Uh, oh, and then oh, he plays for the Angels. Yeah. See, I don't know any, don't know any Cardinals. You know, okay, you know Paul Goldschmidt. Oh, I forgot he went there. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You know, I know Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. You know, uh, DeYoung, the shortstop. DeYoung. Well, it's weird. It's like DeJung or something. It's spelled weird, but it's pronounced DeYoung. Oh, I thought it was not DeJean Paul. No, the last name. It's like, mm. I don't know how you spell it. It's like D-E-J. It, okay. But it's, not... it's DeYoung. And and okay. he's, he's a, you know, a really good player. I know you know who he is. Paul? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Jeez, that was brutal. Yeah, that cat likes to do just sudden yeah. attacks, man. He just he's never just he's never just like it's never playtime and, and chill time. Boy, like, how did Burr! I get, how did I get to that it's page like there? It's like Dijon. It's like D E J O N J uh J O N. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah Paul Dijon or yeah. whatever. Um, so yeah, you go on. Yeah, you know, they Molina. still have Dexter Fowler. They have uh, Marcel Ozuna. Oh, who they used got to play for the, for the so they've got yeah they've got some players. Okay, who are their pitchers? Uh, Miles Mikolas. Okay, he had broke out last year, right? Flair, Flaherty, Jack Flaherty. Oh, okay, yeah, he was. He, boy, they was he was the biggest sleeper pick this yeah. year for everybody. And he didn't quite. Waka, who's kind of been in and out of the rotation yeah, a for, little bit for years now. Um, Wainwright still there. Hey, JP's favorite guy. Yeah, <laughs> and then I forget who their fifth is. Uh, it's another young guy. But it doesn't sound like a, it doesn't sound it's like not an, an impos- team. It's not an imposing rotation. And the the Braves, on the other hand, when I think of the Braves, I yeah. just think of some scary players. I, I think the Braves when they're it, they could win three the games. World Series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They I, could win this in three games though. I think they match up pretty well with the Astros, so we'll see what happens. Whew, I I I've taken the Braves without a doubt. Um, I yeah. I do think. You know, Cardinals are—they're just one of those teams that know how to grind. I know, and they keep it close always. Um, so boring. They have a really smart manager. That Matheny is super—he is and clever. Is, was he a Tony Larusa protege? Yeah, he was. I thought he was. Yeah, and he was he a catcher. For him, did he? Oh, he catcher. Oh, he I caught. believe. I believe. Okay. You'd, I guess you'd, somebody would have to look that up, but I'm—I'm I'm pretty sure he was a catcher. Maybe he was a pitching coach, and that's what I remember. That could be. Which that would be a good position for a, a catcher. Absolutely, he could be. Uh, but anyway, that's a crafty team, so don't underestimate them. Mm-hmm. But I think in the end, talent wins out, and uh, Atlanta certainly has an excess of of that. So. Yeah. Um, well, there's only two games we actually know because the other ones are, are the, the the wild card games. So Brewers versus. Uh, Nationals. Yeah, we'll go with that for now. Brewers okay. Nationals. If that's actually if the what season it ends, yeah, if the one, season well, ended today, right. Right. or it could be the Cardinals. It right. could be the Cardinals. It could be. 
Because, uh, I mean, the Brewers lost to the Rockies last night, 11-7 or something along those lines. If, yeah. If I remember looking at the looking at I, it right. I personally like the Nationals in a one-gamer because I think Scherzer will come out. Or Strasburg. And, well, I was just what? thinking that they they planned to have it be Scherzer, mm. and because I mean he's a big he's it, a big well in a one game or why not pitch them both if you have to? Well, because you're gonna have to play the next day. Still, I, I mean, mean if, if one sure, goes two, yeah, if it's a, if it's a zero zero game yeah. or something in the sixth, and you bring in the other guy, I could do yeah. that. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the Nationals are, are built for a one game playoff better than the than the Brewers, but I would think so too. The Brewers, Brewers are Brewers in the hot hand right now. They were Brewers a team of destiny is... last year, though. At this time, so yeah. But yeah, I agree. I got to go with Washington. Destiny, destiny ended as soon as they hit the Dodgers. I got to go with Washington. Yeah. And then we got Tampa Bay versus uh, the A's. Yep. You know what? The A's seem to be good at that wild card playing, but they're terrible in the division series. So I think they they'll, they'll go on to face Houston and then get rolled. They're more experienced as well. Uh, I think though it doesn't even matter what pitcher they'll throw out there. The guy will throw the game of his life. Right. And uh, Tampa will again fail to move past the first round. I agree. So. And then Brad Pitt will give an inspiration. I mean Billy Bean will give yeah, an inspirational right. speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, it's gonna be fun. At least uh, you know it's time. It's time for the playoffs because baseball has kind of gotten forgotten. A little it gets forgotten in the September. Yes. Yeah, September as, uh, can be a little rough. Football and college or college and NFL. Yeah. Uh, start taking over. Um, you want to do NFL or do you want to jump uh, through college? I can jump through college that? real fast, actually. So, okay. Lost on the upset special last week with BYU. Kind of a letdown. Damn it. Washington geez. looked good, but I more than hit the over under or the over <laughs> on UCLA Washington State. It was 58 and a half. UCLA won 67 to wow. 63. Wow. So when I said the over, I wasn't just saying one was there, thing. Was there a punt in that game? I don't. I don't even How know. Could there I, have been? I watched a lot of that game too, and I don't remember. I think there How? was a punt. How could there have been a punt? Because at halftime it was uh, because every score came on a single play. <laughs> so at halftime it was forty-eight seventeen, I believe, Washington State, if I remember right. Dude, that's twenty touchdowns. <laughs> So it it was an interesting game. So, you know, I split on that one last week. So I obviously got you the over. I didn't get you the upset special. Really was a letdown. I should have went with my first instinct and took Auburn at Texas A&M. Gus Malzahn. Always go with your first instinct. I know. And they, I got talked down of it this morning. This morning they, they were going to try to talk me out of it again, and I'm not letting <laughs> them do it. Uh, Gus tell Malzahn. That, tell was, that Herb Street to shut the hell five, up. It's not Herb Street. It's somebody else. Oh. If five – Gus Malzahn is now 5-0 and in College Station, Texas, at Kyle Field for Auburn. So, Gus really? Malzahn, just, he's never lost at Texas A&M. So, all right, got that one. Hey, but Penn State last night, biggest game, home game in Maryland history. They blew him out 59 to nothing. It wasn't even a game. Oh, Penn, my God. Penn State held Maryland to 60 rushing yards and 68 yards passing. Oh. I'm amazed at Penn State. <laughs> Sure seems like Penn State's been a really good team for like four or five years now, but they, they can't ever make that playoff. They, they can't make the playoff, and you know, the, the biggest thing, um, you Ohio know, Ohio State. Yeah, yes, yeah. that's the biggest thing. Um, Maryland had the best offense in the FBS. Now they lost to Temple. Now they got shot out by Penn State. Um, you know, it, it was just one of those games, fifty-nine to nothing. Yeah, I just, you got to love seeing that. I just, I love how Maryland hyped that one up so much. All right. And then here's here's the thing. This oh. is the CUC. Maryland considers it's a rivalry game because 
um, a lot of the Maryland players played in Pennsylvania. They got recruited by Penn State or whatever, so mm-hmm. and so forth, or, you know, they got looked at. So there's a lot of familiarity with the players. Um, the series record all time is, I believe now, um, I think Penn State's 50 and 5 all time against them, or 45 and 5. Mm. One of those two. I, I don't remember off the well, top of my head. You, I didn't write it down, but it's, it's one of those where it's not really a rivalry, but it is. You know who plays uh, Ohio State, don't you, today? Oh, I know. That was my upset special of the year. Oh. Going before the year started. Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> I'll get to that one in one second. <laughs> yeah. uh, Arizona State last night. CU beat them last week. You know what? Arizona State beat number 15 Cal last night, 24-17. Uh, so, Cal, Cal did lose their starting quarterback in the second quarter to a shoulder injury. If CU hadn't lost that game to Air Force at that kick. Oh, they'd be ranked. Man, they would be ranked. I mean, I'm impressed with CU. Yeah, I really that, that, co- that coach is a good, I'm he's a, a good coach. I want to like say something out here in Radioland. Um, the last time, before this year, the last time CU played Air Force was 1976. At an academy school in Colorado, CU should be playing them every three to four years just okay. to have them on the schedule to make it a, more of a rivalry game because it's in-state and it's, it's an yeah, academy you should play school. every year. Every year is a little much because you have to get that non-conference <laughs> schedule up there. Right. So, but every three years they should play each other. Because like that corner? Well, the fan, oh, the fan is, fan is right. Oh, going on me a bunch. There. <laughs> Sorry, that's no, all right. But you know, for Air Force, that was it was a letdown because you know you coming off the Nebraska when Air Force comes in, you're all pumped on. We get to play CU finally, yeah. and they knocked them off in OT. Yeah, they were all in. So amps. you know that the other the, the biggest game, two big games tonight. You got number eighteen Virginia four and zero, ND four and zero. They're a ten and a half point favorite. ND looked awesome in the loss to Georgia. Not many people expected Ian Book, their quarterback, no. and, and the ND team no. to look that good. JP. You do know the rules in this house. We do not compliment Notre Dame. I'm not complimenting. I'm, I'm just saying they look good. I wasn't a compliment. Unless they three. played well. They played well. Who's now the KFC guy? Uh, <laughs> right. Yes. Um, but they lost. It, they lost to Georgia. Georgia kind of. They're off, They have a new offense coordinator. They didn't really attack Notre Dame in that game. They played more not to lose than the. To, to really yeah. win that game, if you watch the whole game start, which yeah. I did, it was it was an unbelievable setting down there in Georgia. I think that was kind of their game plan, though. Yeah, it, I Try think to, it let's was. keep it close and win it at the end. You know? Yeah. So it was one of those things where you look at ND in this one. This should be an ND blowout at home. So <laughs> I can't help but laugh because the cat is sitting in the doorway just and looking. he's just looking back and forth out there for the red light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we also have number 21, USC, with their third-string quarterback, number 17, Washington. Washington is 11-point favorite. Um, tough spot for SC in this game. If they were in L.A., I'd look for an upset. Uh, but don't count that SC out on the road. They have the big play opportunity ability, but it's in Washington. You don't know what the weather's going to be. Uh, I didn't look at the weather forecast, and the weather forecast can change up there hour to hour. You never ever, never really know coming off the sound up there. So, look, that's a really good game to watch tonight. That's going to be show you where a lot of teams in the Pac-12 are going to be. Ohio State my, is a 17-point favorite at Nebraska. Um, Nebraska, this is, a, this is a home game, but you have to see – that the kid from Georgia, the quarterback from Ohio State, he transferred from Georgia, 
He threw six touchdowns in a quarter last week against the Miami Ohio. Six like, touchdowns in a quarter. In a quarter. Like in a Mah- quarter. Like Pat Mahomes. How is there even the, enough uh, time for that? <laughs> right. He, he did it. Other, so, team go, other team goes three and out, and you score in two plays. <laughs> Jeez. It, it was. I, I watched all. Of it. it was just amazing what they did. And wow. you got to realize Nebraska. Okay, so Nebraska's last two games lost o, uh, CU and OT, and they barely got by Illinois and Champaign on the road. 42-38. Look for Ohio State. Big in this game, but Nebraska will try to make it respectable with Martinez. I'll give you that much. The other game here, Utah coming off a really tough loss is a six-point favorite at home versus Washington State, who's coming off a very tough loss to UCLA. You know Mike Leach and that Washington State offense is going to be all jacked up. The over-under is 56.5. I'm not even going to touch that over-under right now, but I'm going to tell you what. 63 this is points my, in a loss? This is 63 points in a loss. This is my upset special. Washington State and Mike Leach will go in because Utah gave up those big plays, and SC showed you how to beat Utah. Mike Leach will expose Utah in this game. Upset special. Uh, we're getting six points with Washington State. There's your upset special of the week. Do you know who uh, CU plays this week? They're off. Oh, boo. <laughs> that always makes Saturday boring. Uh, okay, so your upset special again is, is taking Utah? No, no, no. I'm taking Washington State because I, I, I like State. this game. I like the fact that they, that that, that, that that passing offense. From what I saw with Utah and SC, I watched that game because it was it was on after the game was the game before. Uh, they were hitting big plays, and there was a third string quarterback hitting big plays. So Washington well, State has the talent to do it. I want to make sure that I've got uh, enough money to bet two games tomorrow in the NFL, so I won't be doing your upset special, which means it probably is a lock. <laughs> if you're listening out there in Radio Land, get your uh, get your. Cash. Yeah, I don't want to bet on it, JP's calls because every time I do, I do poorly. So yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not the first time though. The first bet every year, you, you always hit for me, and that's always it. Always sucks me in. It's it's that uh, it's that same thing in Vegas, right? Where it's like that. It's that drug dealer. You know, give me that first hit, and so you're like, yeah. ah, ah, I need more. I, need I, just, I know the problem is I pick and choose. If I would bet right. with them every week, we'd do wonderful. Because <laughs> overall, you do very well with your picks. So right. thank you. Yeah, right. it's like crap. It's like we no. we need to be tracking those, dude. I got to get them on. I, I, I it's not hard <laughs> for us to go back and listen to the show real. Oh, quick, I have. You know? I know what they all are. Okay. Yeah. No, you, I just got to get them in there. You should build a spreadsheet. No, he has one in there. Oh, yeah, okay. there is. I just haven't had time to get in there. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Hey, I, me, I did my job. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize it was there. <laughs> and I save all these notes too. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. No, no, no. I just got to get in and put cool. them all in. Well, I, I, I did ours I, too. Yeah, I saw your because I hit on Boise State opening week. Against FSU. State. We had so. a nice recovery last week in the NFL, too. So, But, yeah, that's the college football roundup there. You did? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so. Had a well, I mean. No, I'm talking about my, my picks just for the show. Oh, 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 they were good. Yeah. Nice, nice. Three, so, and, three nice. and one. Yeah. So, so with, with Cal losing, there's now not a Pac-12 <laughs> team that's undefeated. So, it is wide open. CU has a great shot at Damn. everything. Go CU. Anyone. I mean, they, they really do. It's wide open. They got to win. That'd be fun. Just got to win, win, win. Yep. Uh, I'm just trying to think of, like, what are the big stories in the NFL? It's uh, kind of a boring Cam Newton, week. Cam Newton said that he hid the extent of his injury to the team. Yes. Yeah, they don't even, and have, they don't even have a timetable for him. They don't have a timetable, and, and the way Cam was talking, it doesn't sound like he might ever play again. Ever? It's, it's possible. It's po- did You heard the same thing I did then, yeah. right? There, there was some speculation in his voice about retur- coming. With all these injuries he's well, getting Well, when, the, when those terms like wow. scar tissue yeah. and those types of things start coming up. Well, because now 
Yeah. As opposed to yesteryear, now players know what that means. It means yes. it means 35, 40 years of life without being able to do a lot of exactly. stuff. Exactly. So and, there there was some speculation in the interview voice that he had about everything, and it uh, came out that he did hold it from the team that the extent of that injury. So now yeah. Kyle Allen, the kid from Texas A&M, who's, who was before uh, – Played well. Yeah, he's played well, and we're going to yeah. see – we're going to see going forward, you know, how he's going to do. And, you know, Will Gray's going to back him up if he goes down from West Virginia. Yeah, they look smart now having all these quarterbacks on their roster. Yeah, they look com- it's extremely it's smart. It's super interesting to me that they decided to draft Will Greer because everything I read last year told, you know, said that they were high on this Allen kid. Yes. They were high. Um so, yeah, to go out and maybe they were just like, you know what, we're going to take best available player, whether and I'll tell you, it, or, it, or maybe they knew that Cal or uh, uh, Cam was hurt and they knew that they needed an they insurance only policy. Extent, well, yeah, well, they only knew the extent he was saying, but it's like, oh, that's an area where it can get bad quick. You know? Well, yeah. now, now think about it, because remember, they came out and said before training camp even started that. Uh, Cam was on a pitch or a throw count. Mm-hmm. You know oh, they were right. having on a throw For count with shoulder, the shoulder because yeah. of, of the shoulder. Oh fuck! So. Good thing they got a guy they can just hand it off to. Yeah, you know. Hopefully they don't get You're him hurt. Kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> but boy, he's been as good as advertised, hasn't yeah. he? Dude, if you watch his arms like in a slow motion, I don't. How do you even get definition like that? That has to be genetic, <laughs> right? You, yeah. We couldn't do that if we spent all day in the gym. Yeah, he is a beast. He is a beast. Yeah. Physical just marvel. Yeah, and I'm curious to see what his brother looks like. He's not like, like that. Not, not like that. that. Not He's like more that. tall and lean. Yes. Yeah. Interesting how that can happen, right? Different different sets of genes from yeah, from and different the, ways you were brought up and with what you were playing. But so he's so really put a lot of that on over the last yeah. year or yeah. two. That's true. It's, he was it's small. He was small. Yeah, yeah. When it's he your, came out work, of college, he was not. It's your workout regimen and your it's your intake of of your proteins. And your carbohydrates and how much fluid you're taking a day yeah. and the workout regimen they put you on, you know, at certain times and of the year. Cream and but the let's, let's, yeah, right. But let's face it, he comes from good genes. He right? really does. His oh, obviously right. his dad, his you know, mom. Ed McCaffrey, we his all, mom, we Lisa all, McCaffrey. We all enjoy Eddie's brown mustard. Yeah, right. You well, know. <laughs> so did Lisa. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you, you put you put a little uh, McCaffrey's uh uh Brown mustard on your burger. You put uh, stinks good chili on your uh, stinking good chili on oh, your yeah, there you go. on your mashed potatoes. There you go. And yeah. uh, what is Rod Smith? Do we have any Rod Smith themed foods or Trail Davis themed foods? I don't know. We do have the Rod Davis. I think TD has Smith. something barbecue sauce or Does something. He? I can't remember. I don't remember. Elway's got the his restaurants. Yeah, those restaurants. Then, uh, oh, uh, 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 what's his name? Rod Smith is uh, the new spokesman for the home gym thing. Oh, okay. You know, you hear that one every day. I drive uh, on the way to work, listen to the sports shows. So, <laughs> Yo, so you know, switching from Cam, let's go over to uh, AB Diva Watch here. He's now filed a grievance to get paid his guaranteed money from the Raiders and the Patriots. Yep. Does Except he win? That he violated. The he violated clause. every team policy. Did, so, is he going to win the grievance? I, I heard there's no way in hell. No, no. Robert Kraft came out and said there's no way in hell I will ever write a check for that guy. Well, I mean, I just don't know what – I don't know the law. That's the like, thing. What's the law? Because and how there were stipulations in all of this. Act, right? yeah, I mean, there, there were stipulations in all this where he wouldn't get paid. If I, would imagine. I just don't understand how going to the GM of your team in public and telling them that you're going to like, – like threatening them, I don't see how that cannot be – a character clause or it detrimental activity clause trigger. It has to be. 
how could it, that it not just, be? It just has to be. Yeah, I would be like, no, sorry, buddy. That I mean, that's, that's, grounds for, that's grounds for firing. Yeah, you fucked you fuck <laughs> you yourself, buddy. You, you can't go into your office and go up to your boss and try to put her through a window, can you? Oh, I've tried a couple times. She, she's <laughs> kind of understanding, so that, that, that's a good thing. Um, yeah, it's just, what a, what a, what a whack job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let's just say he went from 30 million to 15 million, million to now to a bagel. Zero million. Way to go, Antonio. His next paycheck is going to be flipping burgers and fries. Rosenhaus yeah. has to be sitting there going, because, I mean, how much, oh, money it's a disaster. Co- how much money did he cost Rosenhaus? I mean, Rosenhaus probably wants to hit him over million? the head with a baseball no. back. I mean, jeez. He's at home just smacking his head and right My now. guess is that Terrell Owens and, uh, and Antonio Brown break bread together. You know? No, <laughs> Ter- Terrell Owens doesn't agree a word with Antonio Brown right now. He was on first take when they oh, were in wow. Dallas before the first game of the season. Dallas T.O. Giants. finally growing up. T.O. Huh? finally grew up, and yeah. he was on first take for the whole second hour. He is it's, he's, it's he's, amazing he how, hates Antonio It's Brown. amazing how different it is when your perspective is actually looking at reality <laughs> instead of yeah. Uh, yeah. instead of your, so your rose-colored glasses. He was completely against what A.B.'s doing right now. Yeah. He was wow. completely – I watched that whole entire first take. It was really interesting. Terrell has changed a lot. Yeah. He's matured. Yeah. He's grown Terrell. up. Yeah. Makes me always think of that. Same with Randy Moss. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever saw the the Charles Barkley uh, on Saturday Night Live, and yeah. it was the MacGruber that he was in. Oh, good yeah. Lord. And he kept in the MacGruber kept calling him Darrell. <laughs> like, he's like Darrell. Give me those wire cutters. He's like, my name is Daryl. Oh, dude, that was such a good. Oh, if you've never seen that episode, the Charles Barkley episode on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> he just the one that has that MacGruber episode. There's at least like ten skits he was in that were just. Is that adorable. one of the Wayne that plays him? Who MacGruber? is MacGruber? The yeah. No, he's white. Uh, no, no the the Charles Barkley character. No, Charles Barkley. Oh, that was the actual Charles. Yeah, he Barkley. was the guest. Who's the guy and that he was great. Im- that impersonates Charles? Oh, Barkley. it's the same guy that does. Uh, He's got the puffy cheeks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I know his name. It's not one of the Waynes. No, I don't no. think so. The Waynes are a lot younger than yeah, that, or a lot older. Older. Yeah. Oh, it's it's not the, the white guy. Um, no, no, he's okay. black. Yeah, oh, but okay. he's he's got kind of that. He's got that real. He's been on face. SNL for quite a yeah, while. At least like five years. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, man. It's like the puffy cheeks. Or the, yeah, yeah, The chubby yeah. cheek look. Shoot, um, I can't think of his name either. Yeah, he's really he's, he's good like, though. He's like really really, really kind of jolly. Yeah, he's in, he's in good. Yeah, he's. I think he does. A, I think he writes a lot of the skits. Yeah. But uh, huh. he was like the guy that kind of he kind of took the place of Tracy Morgan, right? When Morgan went on to, I don't know what Morgan really went on to before he had that accident. I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. All right. Uh, well, let's get on to the hometown Broncos Jaguars here. So the first question I'm gonna, um, how many holding calls will Todd Bowles have? I'm gonna or set Garrett, the Garrett. Bowles. Garrett I'm sorry, Garrett Bowles. My bad. Uh, Garpol's over under starting like, at three. I like over. to think I like to think of it as a percentage thing <laughs> that he will commit a holding call every one point seven six plays. <laughs> and and uh, I thought uh, you were going to say every one point seven six seconds. <laughs> oh well, maybe I am. My metric might be wrong. Uh, uh, you, you might you might have that one. You might have corrected me. Uh, uh, a Sheldon a la, uh, a la Leonard. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is what I want to say about the Broncos. Number one, I actually am – no, I, I think they look like a much better team than last year. I think they've been unlucky this year. I mean, 
They got screwed by the refs in the Bears game, and then after they got screwed, then they gave up a fourth down and 15 to somehow blow that game, which was yeah. just unbelievable. And um, what was the other game that they, they, they lost? They, they They're all close. Yeah, Packers I mean, game, the Packers game, they, they kind of they, they fell off. Well, here, here, here's, here's what I like, the, what, what uh, Aaron Rodgers, that bad man up in Green Bay said after. He's like, boy, I, this is the best I felt after a game. They never touched me. I'm going to go home and have a scotch and sit, relax. What's going on with their pass rush? Exactly. I he didn't think, touch Aaron Rodgers that whole game. I just think every team in the NFL knows that their secondary is not as good as it was advertised. And they're not that they're a bad secondary. They're not a press secondary. No, they're not press at all. And people are doing quick routes and throwing the ball in less than two seconds every time. And so they don't have time to get there. But if you look overall, it's not like quarterbacks have lit them up. I mean, right. all three quarterbacks that have played them have like 210 yeah, I mean, or they're less holding, yards. They're holding teams to under or around 20 points overall, right, on yeah. average. So. Yeah. No, it's there, and 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 also Flacco has not looked bad. It was really interesting when Sting or Stink did a, a pretty long breakdown one of these mornings. The line can't pass block. Yeah, no, and I got to, well. It wasn't just that. It was also receivers have been making mistakes, mm. dropping the ball, not no, they're cutting young. what they're supposed to, not you know doing the right play. And he's like, he's actually probably saved them from a number of sacks because he realized that well, the play that, wasn't going to happen. That's the thing. If you look at Emmanuel Sanders, one game they're not even looking at him. The next game he goes off. One game they're not even looking at him. Yeah. The next game he goes off. I think it's, they're just trying to get their young guys going, you know. But well, in all I, reality, I think, you got to throw it to the open guy. Come on. But I also think that uh, because, like, when Vance Joseph had them, and they looked kind of like this in the very, very first game. I have not felt that way the next, last, uh, the, the next two games is – they look like the Van, the Vance Joseph ones where they just you're like what are you doing, like that's how it felt. Like, it felt like every play was like what are we doing? What are, you know? Oh, wait a minute, are are you blocking him? Or am, am I blocking him? Are you rushing or am I? You know, like it seemed like they had no idea, no that's, idea what they yeah, were trying that, to do. That's been cleaned up and that's gone. Yeah, and yeah. So now it feels more to me like the heat of the LeBron you know trio heat that first half of that first year where it was like. Well, we're not bad. We just our timing isn't right. We're not. It's you know we're not there yet. Now I think by the time I the Broncos think it's also get talent, there, they <laughs> are they well. are thin. They're very they're, they're thin. Very thin. Every every player that goes every starter that goes out is usually a significant downgrade. And, and I'll tell you what I listen to the Broncos on the radio because I like to listen to them on the radio, um, and I do a lot of other stuff on Sundays. And uh, Logan does a great job announcing them. Um, it, it didn't, you know, from the radio standpoint, because we have to describe what we're talking about on air. So it's nice to actually listen to radio programs so you mm-hmm. can't see stuff. Um, and it's, it's just hearing Logan talk about, you know, oh, it's on Garrett Bowles again. And uh, how many is this? And, <laughs> and then you just hear him going through the progressions of what's going wrong on air, trying to describe to everybody during the game. You know, it's, it's a great perspective when you're not watching it to hear Logan describe what's going on. He's, and he's, he's one of the great. best. He is really one yeah. of the best. Would I really nice. love – I love listening to him. That's one of those things where they needed to figure out like, – like, you know, ESPN has the – on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, not, not, yeah, Amazon Prime on Thursday Night Football has yeah. the, the – you can actually do the two female announcers or you can do right. the U.K. announcers. Yeah. I do the U.K. announcers because I love them. They're mm-hmm. great. They, they call it like they call soccer games, yeah. but they just do it. But it's, it's American football. That's great. And they're great with it. You know, like, oh, what an uh, ambitious attempt on that pass. And what they're saying is your pass Audacious was just a attempt. horrible. Yeah. No, but they say ambitious, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, to be nice. Like the, and they the say out on the wing. Thing. Out on the wing. Right? And so I've, uh, I've enjoyed listening to that. I wish our local broadcasts would 
allow us to listen to not the national guys, but our local guy and yeah. let him do it. Maybe even let him and Greasy do it. You know, I'd like that comp or him and Al Wilson, you know, mm-hmm. like that. Well, and that's so the thing. I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of CBS announcers. I, the Fox guys are a little better across the board, but the CBS guys, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of the CBS calls. So <laughs> I thought he was going in there and taking a nap and he just tried to kill me. I feel like it's the Predator movie. In I, here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to appear. And... <laughs> and here's the laser. Yeah. And he could cut you in half. So we'll get a test. Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey isn't playing in this game. Or is he slated not to? I mean, I think he's already yet I think active. I think he plays. But, uh, you know, here's the thing. This is a, this is a true defense. I think the Broncos will break out at some point on defense. It may not be this week, but if it is well, this week, I could see four sacks on the stash and maybe even two picks. One thing, one thing you guys haven't covered, I'd like to just talk about briefly. I know we're getting down in time. Yeah, we are. Um, is the play calling? I feel like Scangarello definitely knows what he's doing, but they are. So Super conservative. Yeah. Super conservative. Logan has pointed that out on the radio. Then they make a mistake, and they're being conservative, and that takes them out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. The problem with playing conservative is you can't make a mistake. Right, right. You've got to be perfect. When you play that conservative, you've got to be perfect. Yeah, you do. Um, And they just don't have the talent. So I I really think that they need to start taking some more risks. You know, Corton Sutland can move. Send him down the field. Get Philip. Yeah, get Philip Lindsay in the flat. Get him in some space. That, that's what I'd like to see. You know, you why know, are Lindsay they running? The why are they running him between the tackles? And why aren't they going crazy like you're talking about with Cortland Sutton? That guy, yeah. I, there's not many cornerbacks that are going to be able to cover that guy in yeah. another year. Yeah, he's special talent. I agree. So why not? Yeah. Yeah, they need to the and so maker. is Noah Fant. I mean, yeah, that guy, when he makes a catch, it is smooth. Yeah. He catches the ball with his hands, and it's just like in uh, the momentum's going. Like, it just looks so smooth. I think um, it's the same, he's, I think it's he's the same a nice thing, though. Addition. I think that they are like, no, we know the plan we want to run, and we're going to keep it on low key until the timing is right, until the cogs are hitting. And then we'll speed it up. And again, that may not happen early enough this year yeah, to save but, the season. Man, but I think the is goal on. is like a long, a more of a long-term thing. Yeah, but you know how they see it right now is they see it as must-win now, you know, and so that's a lot of pressure. Right, right. I, I don't. What I'm saying is I don't think Elway and Ellis are saying to the coach it's must-win. Oh, I think they're saying. Of course they're not. This, but this I'm talking about the players. Year. I'm talking yeah. about the players. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, there was also that worry that, you know, be known three, do they blow it up? You know, and at first that was my 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 opinion was blow it up if it goes to own three, except that I like blow said, it up by doing what? Oh, trading away everybody who's over 25 oh. and get as many draft picks as possible. Mm. But then I said, but because their losses don't look like the losses of where they're just chaos. Who wants any of their like guys? They're close. Yeah. Well, I mean, Von Miller would go for a good price. Don't you think he'd get at least the first of two firsts? Nope. No, this year's been too bad. Yep. Well, had he not, had they had not played a game yet? Oh. Yeah, had they not played a game yet, I would say Vaughn would be worth two firsts. But now that we've seen what he's, what we've seen, (laughs) oof. 
And then there's like that question, like, is he a good fit for the system? But I think it's still too early to ask a question like yeah. that. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, you want to do your picks before we run yeah. out of time here? Yeah, yeah. Let me pull them up real quick here. And Gizmo's probably going to attack you for using so your phone. I, I'll try to do better. I updated. Uh, I updated it up on the website last night on the the Nate's uh, gambling quarter. So you can go in there and look at it. Uh, also, you can listen to our past shows on our website at the uh, sports offensive dot com. Um, okay, just yep. a real quick uh, recap from last week, guys. Uh, yep. So, real quick recap: we had the Falcons and Colts, and Colts were the minus one, and they covered. So we hit that game for a hundred bucks. Uh, we had Jets Patriots. We took the Patriots as twenty-one and a half point favorites, which the garbage time touchdown from the Jets screwed us on that one. That was a our only loss of the week. Uh, so moving into the third game, we had the Rams Browns minus four. Rams rolled in that one by seven, won the hundred there. And then our first over under call of the year, that Chiefs Ravens game, fifty-two and a half did go over. So we won our two hundred bucks. Uh, so we did have to redeposit. Mark mentioned a few weeks ago for that extra hundred bucks, but we're up to six hundred total. So if you want, I would take that hundred you uh, you took out and put it back in. And uh, rolling right into our picks, guys. My first pick again involves the Colts, uh, but we have Raiders Colts. Colts are seven point favorites at the home, uh, and I'm taking the Raiders this week, guys. I think the Raiders, uh, they're playing pretty inspired ball, at least on offense. Yeah, they um, are. So I think they keep it close, and uh, I'm going to go with them and take the seven points. Second game is uh, my homer pick of the of the season. We got Vikings-Bears. Uh, Bears are a one-point favorite, and, or sorry, one-and-a-half-point favorite. And I am going to take the Vikings in this one. I think uh, they're kind of due to come in and take uh, – take some business back and i think kirk cousins plays well trubisky continues to kind of reel uh so we'll take the hundred bucks there uh then we've got third game saints cowboys uh cowboys three point favorites i think they roll this game uh teddy's gonna realize what a good defense looks like and uh they're gonna roll finally the bonus pick guys we've got jags and broncos and you are going to see an ugly game. <laughs> 37 and a half point over under. I'm taking that under for the bonus pick of the week. So, again, you can go on the website, thesportsoffensive.com, to see these picks. Uh, we have moved to 6-6 six and six on the season. So, uh, and, you know, again, $500 in the positive. So, we're, we're back where we were and where we like to be, guys. So, very nice. Very nice. Well, we're getting down to the nitty grit here. We got what about five minutes? Uh, I don't think we actually have anything specific How about on some the notes. Fantasy. Yeah, I do some you fantasy know, I, real quick. Right. Oh, you, actually, uh, they came out with um, a top ten um, of NBA players uh, for the year. Number one is Giannis. Two is Kawhi. Three is LeBron. Uh, four is Harden. First time he isn't one, right? Yeah. In a long time. Five is Anthony Davis. Curry is six. Jokic is seven. Embiid is eight. Lillard is nine this is and PG thirteen. Yeah, is ten. First time LeBron has not been number one. Wanted to throw that. That just came out. I mm. think yesterday. Yeah, it shows he's getting older. Yep. How old is he now? Thirty six, thirty five. 
but he might be 36. Yeah, this might be his age 36 season. Um, or 34. Yeah, that could be. He's he's around 16 that. years in the league, so 18. Okay, yeah, yeah 34. so 34 then. You're right, 34. Yeah, he's uh, he's lost a step. It'll be interesting to see. L.A. could be really good, or they actually could be really bad too. Right. If he takes another step back this year, which is possible, man, they could have a, they could have a tough go. So I'll give you one more college pick real quick here. Take Ohio State, get um, favored by seventeen mm-hmm. at, at Lynn Lincoln. Take take Ohio State with that seventeen points. Right. This this game might get ugly real fast in Lincoln, even though that crowd could be a huge fa- will be a huge factor. Yeah. This this my this, boss is at that game. This this team from Ohio State right now looks like the real deal. Yeah, they're they, tough. They, they're, they're running the ball. They're passing the ball. Now they have a Haskins wasn't mobile last year. This kid Bryant, he's mobile. This this team is is lethal right yeah. now, and they show they're showing it. Yep. This is their really first big game, but I I like Ohio State winning by more than seven. All right, give me one quarterback this weekend for fantasy that's going to be good. Oh man, I don't know who they're playing. Um, well, Mahomes against uh against Detroit could definitely have a big game, especially if Stafford ends up being out. Oh come on, give me somebody other than. The odd, the obvious. Other than the obvious, yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I have no idea who anybody's playing. So I have to look. <laughs> well, you know, the Bengals are playing the Steelers, who look like they have no defense right now. Yep. So Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton, the red, the red rifle, the red rifle, the red rocket, the red cinnamon rocket. cannon. Well, I mean, look who the Chargers are playing. They're playing the, the Dolphins. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry about that. I didn't even see what happened. The cat, the cat went for the. Didn't mean to blow out your ears, folks. The cat really <laughs> went, went for went, it. Went off my right hamstring, yeah. onto my right shoulder, yeah. and onto the, the fan in the window. Wow, I just leave the fan down. That's okay. Fine. I gotta, I'm going to get an extension cord so I can get it in the window there. That was interesting. There's no white. Hey, hey, that, now you know why I don't have any windows open or stuff near him when I go to work. Yeah. Because he makes those jokes. Oh, that was interesting. So, yeah, the Chargers have to play the Dolphins. Yeah. So look out for Philip Rivers. All right, I'll give you a sleeper. I I like Tom Brady. I think uh, Buffalo is overrated. Yeah, I would say they're a little overrated. Yeah, and I think the Patriots are going to go in there and just be like, bam, boom, <laughs> boom. Yeah, stomp them. I just can't believe Keenan Allen is the number one wide receiver. That really pisses me off. The year after I take him, and he was just an absolute disaster. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I do that. I do hope Tyreek Hill's coming back soon. But, I mean, the injuries that have been taken over this whole thing are just crazy. I mean, yeah. if Saquon's out for a long time, I mean, we could be down to where, like, we don't have hardly massive, like, blowout scores in the league. And that's, I mean, I, I, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it'll make it make more interesting. It kind of levels the playing field a little mm-hmm. bit. But uh, I'd sure like to see Nick Chubb finally come out. I think Dalvin Cooks, though, he's he's been great. Yeah. Well, so I think, far. like we say with him, there's never the question <laughs> about whether or not he can do it. It's whether or not he'll stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. But he looks phenomenal while he's healthy, and I like the fact that they've got that that rookie behind him to yeah. uh, take a little bit of the pressure off. Yeah. So, yeah. They're deep at running back. So. Yeah. We are down to one minute. Anybody have any final parting thoughts before? Uh, uh, are, are we going drinking after the show, or, or what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, box lacrosse world championships. 
the Iroquois national team faces Team Canada tonight. You can catch it streaming. Uh, we have to search it on the internet. I got to find it. Joe, cool. let me know what on what's, the interwebs. Interwebs. We'll share that. We'll we'll retweet that on yeah. our. The Iroquois beat Team USA uh, two nights ago. Wow, impressive. And box impressive. Box. Now, what's box lacrosse? Uh, they play in the hockey, the hockey rink with turf. Oh, interesting. Cool. So like a circle feed instead of instead of a square field. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, cool. Well, everybody have a fantastic weekend out there. Sorry there's no CU buffs, and hopefully we will be seeing a uh, a first Broncos win of the season. We've got an Eagles win this week, and uh, who are the Vikings playing? Bears. Bears. On the, ooh, should be a good game. All right. Everyone have a fantastic weekend, and thanks for tuning into the show. Offensive out. <laughs>